All right, all right. We're back for another episode of the Southern Sauce Podcast. I am your host, Francis, Father Francis. Your other host, Sean. Sean, who we have is, uh, who do we have with us here today? Okay, we got Josh. And we got Rachel. Josh and Rachel in the house. Hey. What up, y'all? What's up, guys? Man, um, I'm just so glad to finally have y'all here, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I know we talked about this for a little while. And, I'm excited. Uh, yeah. We got so much to talk about, so much we can talk about. <laughs> so uh, for all y'all listening, man, this is exciting. Exciting for me, <laughs> especially to have Josh here. Uh, Josh is like, he's like my brother. Like my brother for real, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, we 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 have so many conversations, and then you know we're just trying to filter what are we gonna what are we gonna let out, you know? <laughs> what are we gonna let out? What can so, we let out, man? All the things. We can let it all out. Literally we, everything. We, yeah, we can run the block down, man. <laughs> like you know how it goes. You know how it goes. So cool. Well, how are y'all feeling? Good. Feeling good. A yeah. little nervous. A little nervous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets nerve wracking sure. a little bit, um, but. As you start talking, it just makes it, you know it's it's all natural. It's all it's that's, all. That's my biggest worry. Is I'm a I'm a listener. Yeah, I only talk when I feel like I really got something to say. Well, I know you got a lot to say. So, yeah, how you feeling, Boogie? Great. I'm ready to talk about a lot of stuff. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, um, I just want to go a couple things. Uh, you know, we're still new in this thing. Um, but we got some good feedback. Uh, and I typically go over this before we start, but I guess we'll do it while we're recording real quick. I'm not going to spell out exact numbers. Um, and this is, uh, Josh and Rachel's first time, uh, here in the, in our home studio. So, um, just going to show you guys what we have here. This is kind of our analytics board. And I know you guys listening can't really see, but this is where it listens. Okay. So we're still in the triple digits getting to that next tier of triple digits um this is where our listeners are at what yeah is that africa oh bro what we got a listener in africa well, what country is that geography wasn't a strong suit damn in kenya yeah it's somewhere bro. in kenya They're actually Somebody, how do you say that I'm not even going to try but I don't get canceled Syrian kenya <laughs> next to the rimpa estate wildlife conservancy <laughs> Man, we just call it a zoo over Hyper here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next to a zoo. Okay, we got a listener in Nigeria. I don't know what that is. Shout out. Um, thank you, Nigeria. Or thank you, Kenya. Kenya. There you go. Um, or maybe somebody's <laughs> just rolling through listening, or maybe some software is trying to hack our stuff. I don't know. I don't uh, know. Um, but we have Europe. This is uh, okay. We got more people in Europe. Looks like our family over there is maybe sharing it around or i don't know what's going on yeah, we and, got uh, someone in paris yo that's crazy actually yeah okay well this looks great i don't know how true it is not to discredit what we're doing or anything but we're just going with it yeah we're just going with it uh, we're not really advertising this thing yet there's some things in the works to uh got someone in tijuana get some stuff moving hey. that was my uncle that's san diego bro oh okay so, <laughs> yeah you had to zoom in man yeah he was like the cartel shout out listen. to my uncle for listening over there um so this is my brother my my stepbrother. We still got some people in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I still haven't figured this out. 
Who in New Orleans? Who in Baton Rouge? Was listening. But anyways, um, so we're getting some listeners all around. Uh, we appreciate y'all tapping in and uh, just giving us a listen. And uh, we're just here. So anyways, man, it's the end of the week. Um, Friday. For me, it's the end of work and more work at home. I got a full, I got a full plate this weekend. What about you guys? I got work tomorrow, but you know, mm. nothing much. You're going that. to New Orleans tomorrow. Oh yeah, I am going to a show in New Orleans. A show? Which yes. show? Okay, so Rachel's Rachel's our our party friend, my party <laughs> friend. That you know. I go to a concert once every blue moon, and Rachel's like, you know, once every. Month. I gotta go to my yeah. I gotta have to go to my monthly concert. Okay. So what's, so what's going on? What's going on in New Orleans? Uh, my best friend Heather is, um, she is the the music girl. So she introduces me to all kinds of music, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, we gotta go to this." I don't know who it is, but I'm down to go. What so, genre is it? Uh, I think okay. So I think the. The band or the group or she is called Dead, D-E-H-D. Okay. I think. Don't mm. quote me on that. But like real poppy kind of Euro, I don't know. You just have New, to give it. Yeah. A mix? Yeah. Give it a listen. That, that music it's just gonna gumbo? Be a, it's going to be a good time because she's a great time. And, you know, I love New Orleans. We love New Orleans. So. I don't. <laughs> Why not? It's so, a birthday present. So you for love me. New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Josh doesn't. No, can't stand it. Can't I love New Orleans. What's I wrong with New Orleans? Bad, I had so some bad times in New Orleans too, but I don't know. It's too crowded for me. I don't like driving in the traffic. I feel that. It's yeah, I don't even me. drive, but I feel. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I hate that traffic too. <laughs> you think that that has to do with work? Maybe the work has built you that way. Working over there, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, one thing working over there. On a boat, you watch their news every day, and it's it's not good, man. It's I, I can only imagine. It's not, not good in Gulfport either. It's not, but no. I watch the news at home. <laughs> yeah, Gulfport's <laughs> been litty mm-hmm. past twenty four forty eight hours. Um, hey, I had to take mom. I don't know. She was about okay. It. Yeah, it's uh. Oh, in Pine Hills. I think there was yeah there was four shootings in Pine Hills or four shootings in Gulfport. I think two of them were in Pine Hills. Yeah. Pine Hills or something like, like that. Angela, Street? West Angela Drive, and then one right Y'all there just, in the middle. Okay, I'll tell you all doxing <laughs> locations to people right now. Uh, hey, it's whatever, man. That's like Georgia's neighbor. There's been shot. The house has been shot twice. Yeah, man, it's just rough. It's rough all over, though, man. That's true. You know? But it's 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 like it's like when the news comes, and I'm just talking about local news. I know New Orleans all the time, but here, I feel like when there's a flip out, when somebody shoots, it. It happens in a phase where multiple happen out, yeah, very tight yeah. together, but they're but they're not associated with each other, and they're not in the same geographical geographical area. One city here, one city there, even within the same city, you know, different sides. What what, what, what do you guys think that's all about? I think a lot of that is like, you know, the majority of people are followers, so they see one person do it, and it gives them, you know, even though it's not the courage they need <laughs> but it's still the courage they need to do it and then mm. go out there and do it yeah maybe it could be they could be related and we just haven't linked it all up yeah. to know if it's all related but you know but anyway speaking of pine hills man and growing mm-hmm. up what's up juice what's up man <laughs> you know i got i got i got anybody listening out here especially to the my my new homies in kenya 
Listen, <laughs> yeah. me and my boy Juice, we, we Josh, aka Juice. Um, I have to tell a story. Of yeah, what is yeah. Juice? So in in eleventh grade, I want to say it was tenth or eleventh grade. You had to say, "Well, I'm gonna sound real dumb right here." <laughs> what, you not. said you had to tell the story, bro. Yeah, yeah but you, I didn't think about this part. Say it, cause gotta I, say I, it. I it's in your past. You're a grown man it's now. Fine. You're no. in eleventh grade. Back out, bro. We can back out. No, 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 we're good. I had to say, uh, is it an adjective? Juicy? Mm-hmm. See? Okay. All right, now mm-hmm. so I don't sound that dumb. You need but to yet- be looking at Sean for that. Yeah, no. Hyperball over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to say an adjective that started with the same letter as my first name. Mm-hmm. But we were in alphabetical order, and my last name starts with an S. So I'm you know, one of the last kids in the class. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to say Jumping Josh. Someone took it. I was like, I'm going to say Jam and Josh. Someone took it. And then next thing you know, it's my turn. I'm like, Juicy. Immediately <laughs> kicked out of the classroom. But that's how the name, it stuck. After kicked that. out for what? For being vulgar, I guess he thought. That's it was vulgar? Mr. Hanser. You remember him? Yeah. Yeah. Kicked me out of class. First day. Maybe sit in the hallway. Oh, man. Yep. Wow. That's wild. Did he treat you some type of way after that? No, we were cool as shit after that. Yeah. 11th grade? Mr. Hanser was 10th cool. 10th or 11th grade. I can't remember. Because I had him all three years. I had him for all three Englishes. Damn, that's rough. Yeah. No, we were cool after that. We, we he was a, just setting an example. Yeah. Yeah. Because the whole class started laughing and shit. So, yeah, <laughs> I thought I was any. cutting up. But yeah, I, I was far from shit. a class clown, man. That's all I can think about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't Pure see panic. you being a. I didn't see you being a class clown. I wasn't that day. I was a kid in the back, quiet. People said I was a class clown, but oh, you were. I was quiet yeah. though. No, you I, I, mean, I didn't hang out with a lot of people. I really didn't. I knew a lot of. I was associated with a lot of people, but I didn't really hang out with a lot of people. And it's weird, like my previous job role, where I would go out in the field and talk to people and meet people. I'd run into people all the time, and they would have these stories. I remember this, this, and this, and I just, I just didn't think that I was that known. In school, I guess. Josh says all the time how funny you are. It's like, well, man. You're one of the funniest guys I know. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, yeah. Bro, you I, laugh at your own jokes. I do, yeah. <laughs> I clown I clown a lot, but. Is that a not a normal thing to laugh at your own jokes? No. Bro, do you do it? I do the same. Do you get that from your father. For Mia, sure. Mia does it. Well, Mia does it Bash too, yeah. It's crime for she can finish telling this joke, man. You know, it's quality. I'll be laughing at your dad. I don't even know what his joke is anymore. I'm just laughing at him because he's, he's laughing. laughing. Yeah. Right. That's the way it goes. The way it goes. So juicy. What were we talking about? What did we were just what were we getting into? Oh yeah, me and me and Josh, I call him Juice. Me and Josh, we uh pretty much grew up in the same neighborhood. And uh for all y'all listening, y'all know where that's at. And uh shout out to the old neighborhood. Man, <laughs> shout know. out. And it's that's the war zone. Yeah, so <laughs> Toughen your boy up, so yeah, man. Um, start from the bottom. Now we here, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, long way from Pine Hills. Yeah, long way from Pine Hills, man. I mean, a lot of different people though came out of Pine Hills, and even for some of the listeners, um, like my uncle who lives in Cali, you know, he comes from Pine Hills. Like really? the last when we when we were at Christmas, we talked to him. And he had his Pine Hill stories, mm-hmm. you know, and I was just, while he was thinking, I was like, dang, everyone has Pine Hill stories. Well, her friend mm-hmm. just uh, messaged her and was like, ask Charles if he remembers or if he knew about Mr. Kelly's. I'm like, knew about, that's a staple in my childhood. 
Well, then frozen pizzas. For frozen pizza for breakfast costs a dollar, but I'd be hustling trying to get a dollar. <laughs> that shit was the best shit ever. You got to elaborate on that. I don't know what you're talking about. You never told him about Mr. Kelly's? I may have, but nah, lay, lay it down. Lay yeah. it down. There's a down. candy store. This is old uh, Reverend Cook was yep. his name. Uh, he had a little candy store in the neighborhood outside of his house. On the side was, of his house. Yeah, his sold. garage in his house was a candy store. Yeah. But okay. it had pizza and nachos and ice cream and pig's feet. And pig's feet. Oh, man. And candy. And chicken feet. Oh, I used man. to see them, see them kids chewing on chicken feet man, at the bus bro. stops. And that shit would And some of that candy, if the candy wasn't popular, don't get it because it was old. It was oh. old and chalky, bro. Yeah. I was like, man. If the FDA knew about this place. <laughs> Tell him about what he did. Mm. One day I was riding the, you know, it was like three houses down from me. And I was riding my bike. I probably six or seven. Fell down. Busted my knees up. Crying my eyes out. This dude carried me home. Mr. Kelly did? Yeah. Yep. Dang. What no. a sweetie pie. Big ups to Mr. Kelly, wherever Mr. he's Kelly, at. Man. You think he's still alive? No, we sent flowers to his funeral. Wow, when was man, that? That was, shit, that's... 10, 15 years at least. Wow. How'd yes. you find out about him passing? My mom actually told me. Mm. I don't, I think uh, Conrad's dad or mom told her. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. R.I.P. Wow. R.I.P. Mr. Kelly. Yep. Um, appreciate you feeding us, man. Feeding us when we were hungry. That's crazy. The hustle, man. Someone man. just hustling in the middle of your neighborhood. Well, I mean, you really can't do that now. And I, I, I knew there was someone no, else in the middle of the neighborhood no. that was selling like ice cream, like shaved ice or something. It wasn't a spot I really went to. Um, it was really Mr. Kelly's. But nowadays, you don't have that. You remember when our ice cream man, like the actual truck, got busted for selling crack? <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right at uh, on George Street, at, in front of y'all's old street. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I do remember dude, that. He would make a pass in the morning for all the kids. Uh-huh. And then he'd make a pass at like 7 o'clock at night. <laughs> you know, no kids out at that time. Yeah. Hey, play that different music at yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, okay, all the adults wanted to get their little after-dinner treat. Yeah, it was crazy in Pine Hills. What, what would you say um, is the craziest thing that happened in Pine Hills while you were there? Yeah, that's what I'm curious about. Like that I was involved in, or no? Just, just, just you were there, probably, and it happened around you. You saw it. You may not may not have seen it, but it was you were right there in the midst of it. Me and Kale, you know, there's a thing riding your bikes, right? Just uh-huh. hop on a bike and go. And me and Kale were actually on the news, riding by the car on a Tandy when that dude got murdered. Mm. Like we were on the news. You could see us when they were broadcasting it, just fucking paddling by. Wow, yep. man. With a body in the car. Wow. What did I say? Oh, I did it again. <laughs> All right. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Now, you know, I have this joke about, you know, Sean, you're from Pine Hills. Mia is a little bit from Pine Hills. Mia's sort of. Yeah, sort of. They were young. Um, But we have this joke about Peanut. Peanut's from Pine Hills, man. Peanut That's is Pine Hills, Pine dog. Yeah, He's from the hills, bro. Peanut's mom's still running Pine Hills. Hey, <laughs> for real. That's in Peanut's my oldest dog. And, uh, you know, he was born in Pine Hills while we were living there. And then we moved to Wool Market. And we he couldn't come with us when we lived in Wool Market because we had roommates. Yeah. So Peanut lived at my mom's house for nine months. Mm-hmm. So not only did Peanut live in the middle of Pine Hills, 
He was born in the middle, but he moved to the back for nine months. He's a soldier, bro. <laughs> He's got stripes, bro. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And you can tell yeah. looking at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, it was it was such a mix-up of people there, man. It was, uh, you know, of course it was, and, and a lot of listeners know that it was predominantly black neighborhood. Um, but it was just such a mix. You know, we grew up in a time where all these cultures were, were starting to mix. And uh, it was just poor. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was low income. Um, but it's weird, man. We had our own clique there. It yeah. was me, you, Josh, or me, you, Pat, and George. Yep. And uh, it's funny because I run in these people from Pine Hills. And we talk like we always hung out because we just know we were around each other, but we didn't hang yeah. out around each other when we were young. And yeah. we just have like a quick catch up conversation. And then um, it's like, dang, we could have hung out back in the day, but we didn't. But we just had our own clique going on, which is crazy, man. And there's a lot of Filipino people that still live in Pine Hills mm-hmm. and uh, just a lot of groups. Did you hear the chickens? <laughs> Tell me I'm lying. <laughs> I remember when I was living there, chickens across the street. Oh yeah, Rachel, where'd you grow up at? Long Beach. Okay, mm-hmm. the LB. The LB. The, the L sleazy. <laughs> hey, Long Beach swears they are hard, man. Hey, I, I know some people who uh, who are from Long Beach, or you know, there's a good amount of people that went to Long Beach, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they be claim, they be claiming, they claim, you know, mm-hmm. they got a little flight to throw around a little bit. <laughs> I've never heard nothing about Long Beach before. <laughs> All I know is when I started driving, you don't drive to Long Beach because you're going to get pulled over. You're going to get And you're probably going to get a ticket. Yep. Still like that. Yep. Really? For sure. Man. Elaborate upon that. What do you mean? Oh, Long Beach police just. There's not much to do in Long Beach. Yeah, I think, I think it's just because it's so small and there's so many cops. Oh. Like you just can't get sense. away from them. Like yeah. every turn you take, there's a cop sitting mm-hmm. there. And there's not a lot of ways in and out of it like Gulfport. It's Railroad Street, Highway 90. And then from from the north side, twenty eighth Street, twenty eighth, then Beatline and Commission or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so so in Long Beach, did y'all did y'all have any beef with any oh, other man. schools or anything? Yeah, for sure. Because I don't remember us having. I don't remember our no, school. We were Gulfport, Gulfport High. Yeah, Gulfport was beefing with them, man. It was the Bay, man. We called them the Bay Rats. They hated us. Oh, we hated them. We would literally go to their parties, not invited. Like, what what are we doing? Just to start fights. Really? For sure. Was there a lot of fighting in your school? Mm, there wasn't a lot of fighting in our school, but if there were parties, there was definitely fighting. For sure. Mm. Mm. Our school would say there was a good amount of fights. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about fights at parties, but I didn't really party with a lot of people in high school. No, because we had George's house. So yeah. we don't, we don't experience, we didn't like, experience again, like that we house had our, party. we had our own clique. Our circle's always been small, man. yeah. But one time we did have a party and some people from the Bay came over. And that was probably the most. Uh, when they were looking for. Yeah, they were looking for somebody yeah. who, you know, did somebody bad. And uh, yeah. that was the most. Uh, when George's neighbor came out, I was telling Rachel about him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is in wild times, <laughs> man. We can't. You know? can so, so the house parties, you know, house parties, Sean, are house parties dead in the high schools? Um, I think they're less apparent. I don't think they happen as much anymore. Mm. Not at all. Unless you're like. I just don't hear about them. But the ones that do hear about, they end up turning bad because they're in the news. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 
You know, is is it like, you know, back in our day, it was your parents are gone. Somebody's parents went on vacation or gone and you were just at that age where you're like, hey, you can stay home. Just, you know, don't cook. Don't cook anything. Don't use the party. microwave and don't have a party. And then it was like, we having a party. <laughs> they ain't even walked out the door. and You're already on AOL instant message. Like, yo, <laughs> yo, bring over, man. Bring over them Smirnoffs, dog. <laughs> Smirnoff ice. No, butt ice. You remember oh. the butt ice? Oh, my God, oh. man. We thought we were doing something, drinking that stuff. <laughs> I, um, yeah, parties, stuff like that. I thought the, like, oh, my parents are going to have a party. Bro, I thought that was a thing of fiction. Like, I thought that's, like, a movie thing. Like, I've never heard of anybody actually doing that in real life Mm-mm. before. Bruh, yeah. my mom went on a mission trip. To do the Lord's work. Oh, my God. Out of the country. And I had one of the biggest parties that Long Beach has ever seen. (laughs) Oh, man. Tell them what happened at your party. Yeah, let's hear about that. Well, my sister was friends with um, a lot of military guys. Is she older or younger? She's older. Okay. She worked on the base. And so they came over. My friends. People I didn't even know. People I didn't even know were there. Then a fight breaks out, and then I have like twelve different fights all up and down the the street, like neighbor's yard, my yard. Don't even know what's going on. I'm screaming like, "What's happening?" I mean, the cops come like three or four times. Weeks later, mom's back. Whatever, whatever. Weeks later, she was gone for like two weeks. Oh man, yeah. I found random random things i found a weed scale in the cabinet i found oh goodness i can use that, I mean, that <laughs> mad dog 2020 in the cabinet like it was crazy in a bread bowl like it it was not fiction it was mm, real life you had to go to a full house scan it was crazy two weeks is good though you know right. the first time i did part of my parents were away you know they were gone for the night oh and just the night wild. oh yeah the next wild. day we were like I got to get up. this. I got to get this clean. I mean, I saw her like it was like I just had made like the final bed up and <laughs> turned the, whatever final thing was knocked over. Like as soon as I stood up, they walked in the door and they were like, "We just they just had that. We just they had that look like, wow, wow, everything's good. We're relieved that the house is still here and we had a great time just being you know being by ourselves finally." And I was like, "All right, roll on." Little they know, six hours <laughs> earlier, it's a raging party. Yeah. I think nowadays it's because parents are probably just more cooler. You know, like, hey, y'all can come over and hang out mm, and do whatever. Yeah, that's a good that's a good theory. Yeah. Yeah, what do y'all do to hang out? You just FaceTime? Like, what is that? I mean, I'm not much of a hanging out person in general. So maybe, like, right. go to the movies or have a sleepover. Okay. But that's, like, it. I don't like parties that much in general. Hmm. Either boogie. I was gonna say this guy. Yeah, not like, anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, those days are gone. I'm like, why would you ever want to host a party? Because, like, because uh, we didn't have phones. There's so much stress that goes in. Th- that would that would never pay off for me. There's so much stress in having these people <laughs> around you that you don't know, and there's like a bunch of social aspects that you have to keep your eyes on. You have to stay alert the whole time. Like, when are you really relaxing when you're hosting a party? Well. You're right. Back in the day, it was, I don't give, I don't care. That's horrible. Like, come over and like, it's just just open. It's just like, it's whatever. 
right. now it's like, oh, I got to make sure everyone has something to drink and I got to make sure everyone's comfortable. And, oh, but, you know, and I'm saying that as an adult, you know, you want to be a good host and, and make sure everyone has mm-hmm. a good time. You, you know, back in the day, like like house parties or whatever, you don't know who's going to show up. No, you don't know who's going to tell who. You yes, know. that's what the thing. You didn't know who was going to tell who. So I, there was 20 people there that I had never seen in my life. Yeah. Like, what are you doing In your here? house, bro. Yeah. In your house. But you also didn't have the anxiety that we have now because we're just inundated with so much, like, bad stuff all the time. Like, we didn't have phones. If we wanted to watch the news and have bad stuff, it was on TV at, like, mm-hmm. 5 o'clock and 10 mm-hmm. o'clock. If you didn't see it, you missed it. Yeah. That was it. You didn't have any worries of, you know, like, shootings and things like that. People didn't bring guns to parties. Yeah. You were really just there for a good time. did that one at George's. (laughs) Well, he was at his house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just different times. Different times. Definitely different times. Different times. So, like, uh, what's, uh, what's, like, what's the most funnest thing that people in your school consider, you know, that would... That would equate to mm. maybe a house party in our time. You know, like what's the new thing to do? Like in our time, it was house mm. party. It was walk around the mall. Go to Bourbon Street. Oh, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> you know, Bourbon Street, yeah, New Orleans. The party street in New Orleans, all the bars. Oh, there. okay. Remember we walked down there. Well, we walked yeah. there during the day. And it was kind of evening. We walked through there mm-hmm. to go to the concert. You're not missing anything. Um, yeah, so it's, it was just it's, trying to be. Trying I think to be going done. to New Orleans is a dead concept too. In high school, who's who's trying to go to New Orleans? I've never heard, never heard anybody. I mean, go we could get in underage though. So yeah, a lot of people skip school to go to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, school. maybe, and I just don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, people <laughs> skip school. As far as I know, not really. No, today it's it's a lot harder for them to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, though. automated system. Man, they show up late to school. I get a call and a message and an email. Yeah, yeah. but I mean. If they do anything, somebody's going to put it online. Yeah, it's going to be on Instagram true. or it's going to be on Twitter. And there you go. Busted. So the days of being sneaky and being a ninja with. Can't do that thing, anymore. Can't do it anymore. No. Mm. Mm. For the better, I think. <laughs> I mean, yes. For y'all. For the, yeah. For the parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the parents. But, you know, kids will find their way. Oh, yeah. Kids will find their way. I think. Um, yeah, overall, the, the whole concept of house parties is dead for the most part the only time i've heard of like a big party happening is like a party with preps and like who's going to the preps party besides preps so and i don't associate with them so what, what oh, is dang. like preppy people like what are you what's preps Ooh, that's a hard question um i guess it's not a hard question um it's like um the Wealthier than most white folk. Oh, so yeah, preppy, preppy people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just a preppy clique. That was actually one of my questions I was going to ask Boogie because like, I look at the kids today and they all look the same. They all wear the same shit. Uh-huh. Mm, and I like, say that. When we were growing up, I mean, we, we they all about, wear we vans. About this. Yeah. But like, you know, you could see the, the sports kids. You could see the preppy kids. You could see the poor kids. Yeah. You can see the slackers. Yeah. You the can skaters. See the emos. Yeah. Like yeah. it was, you could tell who was who. Click now. I don't. I don't know, man. I think you can still see stuff like that, or at least in my opinion. I don't know, man. I mean, if you're going to the mall or something, most of the time it looks like it's a mix. 
Everyone's mixed and stuff. Yeah, it's definitely right? more mixed yeah. than it was before. Yeah. 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 Definitely more mixed. But a lot of people are embracing a lot of other cultures and incorporating it in their own, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not as defined. But like I said, when we grew up, we grew up in a in a very diverse neighborhood. Yeah. And but we did the culture mixing, not necessarily like dressing alike, but we did talk and interact with people. And it was yeah. the beginning of all that, which is crazy, which is nuts. Yeah. Yep. Good old heels. I think, um, yeah, that's all preps are. Just preppy yeah. people. Well, if, if, kinda... if people are upset with you after this, then they might be prep. <laughs> oh, yeah, most definitely. The only people that would ever get excited this is a prep, and they can fight me. I'll yes. Win. <laughs> yes, but I like that energy, Boogie. I ain't never seen that before from you. If the shoe fits. Well, yeah, man. Lace that bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. You got a squad, right? Yeah, no one's ever going to mess with me. Really? I don't give him a reason to mess with me. Yeah, okay. He's got what that if big somebody friend, does that? What if what if somebody does? Yeah, like how do you how do you how are you gonna handle that? Um, report it to the authorities. Like <laughs> a normal person. Nine one one is on You better have authorities dee, dee, dee. tattooed across your knuckles right now. Yeah. Bro, what do you want to do? Fight them? No. <laughs> if someone fought you, you think you think you can hold your own? Uh yeah. Yeah. I'm like, hey, man. Like, let's say someone mistake you for someone who did something bad to their sister or something, and I, they, and it was like they were just blind. Yeah, like we gotta fight. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, you, you heard you's the one, so it's, it's on right now. Like, you think you got that? Hmm. Rage. Yes. Over something. Let's say the perspective of someone's rage mm-hmm. that they're upset about something someone did to their sister. I'm gonna lose that fight. No. That's not true. Mm. I don't know. I feel like I would lose that fight. Mm. Family's different, bro. So it's about it's about, personal attacks. No, I've are been different there. Yeah, but I've about, been on but, that but, side but, of it, but but you're gauging your personal not, ability. Yeah, because anybody who really wants to fight you, man, they're raging anyway. Yeah, I think it just depends who it is. Then, if you're looking at it from that perspective, mm. I already know the answer. To this, what about you, Josh? No, I'm holding. For sure. <laughs> sure. What do you mean? You I'm, my I'm putting my wallet down and putting everything yeah. I got in my wallet on Josh. I was like, hey. <laughs> oh, this sure. area of the world right here is about to get mopped right here. <laughs> Dang. Bro. Uh, yeah, that's funny. What about you, Rachel? Are you a fighter? Oh, you a fighter oh. cool? Did you get in a fight? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm. I'm scrappy. Scrappy? Scrappy with my sister, at least. Y'all fought? Like physically fought? Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. That's build. That's build that toughness. Exactly. Hey, when girls fight, though, it's savage, man. Mm-hmm. It's Brutal. bad. They, I mean, they try to. They try to. They try to deface each other. They try to. You know, it's bad. Yeah, I've just. I think most happen that most school most fights. Wow, English. Most fights that happen in my school are between girls. Mm-hmm. You'll never really see dudes fight like that. Mm. Man, it was the other way around for us. Yeah, it was just dudes, man. Fighting over girls. Dude, yeah, that's a dead comp. I think girl, that's a dead comp now. It should be. It should be. It's very much a dead comp now, I feel like. Yeah. Why do you think it's dead? Because, um, I think the, it's more public about, like, just in music and in general, about, like, self-improvement, and you don't, 
exactly need anyone else. So the concept of like I need this, like I need this person, or I would literally fight over this person in high school. People are too aware for that now. I don't think that's going to happen that much. Mm, okay. Other guys in school that, you know, back in our day, when when a guy was serious about a girl, and it was bro- it was broke up, it was breakup time or whatever. You know, it was that it was that Casey and JoJo with tissues out, bro. You know what I mean? It was like, and then your homies was like, "Dang, man!" You know, it was all like, you know, it was like boys and men coming around you, just doing a little humming, just trying to get you back in the mode, like you know, like people were just really in their feelings. Like, it, are 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 boys in their feelings about girls like that right now? Mm, not publicly like that anymore. Would you say it was public, Josh, when you were in school? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like a, like a, a rule, like if you were dating a girl and y'all broke up, whoever she starts dating next, like that guy had to go fight on. That was the dumbest <laughs> shit to Bro. me, man. I'm for real. That was the shit never oh, made sense to me. It was like flavor of love in the yeah. damn boxing ring, I guess, huh? Remember, remember Kiri? I don't know if she name drop, but so a no, girl I, I dated I all of ninth grade, I want to say. I broke up with her right before the summer of the 10th grade. So then, mm. like the end of ninth grade, broke up with her. Went through the whole summer. First day of the 10th grade, her new boyfriend tries to fight me. Because you're the ex-boyfriend? Yeah. And it was crazy because I was walking into the class. And I hear someone say, I heard you're talking shit, bitch. And I didn't even know he was talking to me. Like, I just <laughs> kept walking until he pushed me. And I turned around. And he's like, are you talking shit, bitch? And I'm like, who who are you? Like, I don't even know who you are. Drop my books. I'm like, let's go, man. The teacher came out there and got us. Dang. Broke us up. But yeah, and then I found out it was her new boyfriend. I'm like, I broke up with her. Why are you trying to fight me? I haven't talked to her in like three months. <laughs> Dang, Just teenage bro. emotion, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rachel, any boys fight over you? For sure. Mm-hmm. Or did you like make them fight over you? Or was it one of those things where like, you know, Y'all, y'all dance it out, and whoever is best dancer right? <laughs> the court, you know. at the dare dance. <laughs> no. Dare dance? Oh, what? you don't know about the dare? Like dare, as in like the the drug? Thing? Yeah, the drug thing. Yeah, we had a, a dare dance. I yeah, that know. is dare's a thing, but it's definitely not as big as it was back in the Did day. We have a dare dance. We never had that, bro. We barely had a dare dance. at <laughs> y'all school. No. <laughs> <laughs> I dare y'all not to bring drugs to yeah. school. That's what we had. <laughs> oh my god! You know, yeah, teacher confiscate the drugs and be like, you didn't even get in trouble. They just your drugs just gone. You're just like, okay, <laughs> I guess. Um, I guess I have to go find what you know. And so, Rachel, elaborate on that dare dance thing because I've never heard of that before. It was just a dance that I guess dare people put on. I don't know. It was just what they had in Long Beach. I think we were in like eighth grade. Was it the dare dance in eighth grade? Maybe that was fifth grade. I don't know. Eighth grade, there was a time where I was dating this guy and then I broke up with him for his friend. Whoops. And it wasn't the guys that were mad about it. It was my friend. And she was like, I can't believe you did that to him. I was like, what? What do you mean? Why are you mad at me right now? You did him so dirty. You know, you know, dramatics that like, 12, mm. 13 years old. But, you know, no fighting, mm. per se. Mm. Okay. That's a real friend, though. <laughs> I 
mean, I guess. Come on. Let me do my thing. Let if a friend did that to someone. If if I saw She's a friend do friend. that to someone, She's my friend. I know, but I'm saying like from my perspective. I would have done the same thing. I would have been like, that's crazy that you just did that. You back your friend. You're in your friend's corner. Whatever decision they... Unless it's some really dumb... No, but... I'm saying if it's really messed up. But like... Well, yeah, if your friend's doing something stupid, you call them out on it. That's that's being a friend. mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, you you don't jump on your friend just because... I'm not going to... Yeah, I wouldn't... Not with that. I'm saying more like on the... They broke up with someone... And then they immediately give it a friend. I wouldn't like be in their face about it, but I'd be like, dang, that's kind of crazy. But you know, it's whatever. You for the streets. <laughs> <laughs> sensational. That's it. Ooh, there's no way I'm hitting that sensational right now. <laughs> What's up with the sensational? It's just uh, a clip in a future interview. Yeah, <laughs> just, sensational. He, his voice is so deep, too. Like, he really, like he's all on the way. It's just sensational. And it's like, I don't know. It's just a future moment. Just yeah, like I love cheesecake. Yeah. Original toxic boy. <laughs> That's it. Sean, tell him, um, tell everybody about the, about the future concert. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. What? It was great. You didn't know about it? No. Yeah, you know what? about that. Francis surprised him with the tickets. I, I did you. not know. You didn't know I went to a future concert? No, I'm so jealous <laughs> right now. When? So, what was that, like two months ago? Yeah, about two months ago. Yeah. Early birthday present. Two months ago. Went to a future concert in New Orleans. It was amazing. It's my first concert ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else one. was there, Sean? Um, I know Birdman was there. Um, Don Tolliver was there. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think, G Herbo was there. Mm. Mm. Juvenile came out. Juvenile. Yeah. yeah, you know more about Juvenile than I do. I know who Birdman well, is. Say, when Juvenile was singing, came out, about three quarters of the crowd was just like, I think it's time to go to the bathroom. Damn, <laughs> really? <laughs> the juvie so like that. And I was jumping around like, oh my goodness. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Show yeah. your age, man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I caught him by surprise. Yeah, bro. We were in New Orleans. It makes sense. I told Sean, I said, um, I says, look, I'm going to an art show in New Orleans. I need you to get dressed. And I didn't lie, it was an art show. Right. So, <laughs> way we drove there, and um, we got there, and we were walking through New Orleans to get to the Smoothie King Center, and he just didn't he just didn't click. And we're about to go into the Smoothie King Center, and Sean pulls out his phone and says, man, Future's going to be in, like, what, Florida the next really? two days or something? Mm-hmm. He's like, man, this is cool, but Future's going to be in Florida in, like, the next two days. So, I guess because... It was the day of the show. Um, Ticketmaster wasn't showing today's show. Right. And I was like, he already knows he's playing with me. So we get in, all the banners are going across, walking through the lobby and everything. And we sit in the seats. I'm like, Sean, do you know what's going on? <laughs> no. Okay. Y'all got to know how dense I am. I'm really dense. Yeah, Sean. You got to pay attention to your surroundings. Sean, yeah, man. They, yeah, we're working on that. I pay attention to my surroundings, but like when it comes to like, what do you look? You, you shake your head no. You get a lot. I don't, bro. You don't think I do? Mm-mm. Not, not, not to the degree. Not as much as you should. I mean, it's in, it's innocence thing though. Yeah, right. you know? yeah, yeah. It's it's. I mean, situational. I guess. We spent yeah. our childhood surviving, so yeah. It's a. So he didn't know until we sat down and I told him. I mean, you said art show, so I was like, uh, 
Yeah, I'm not gonna question. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't like Must questioning people. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, but That's yeah, incredible. he was. He, yeah, he didn't. He didn't know. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't sense that. But it was. I guess it added a surprise. But man, I'm always watching my surroundings. I'm always. I mean, I mean it, it's almost like it's almost like when I walk somewhere, I think about the exits. And I think about who who has to, who I have to overpower first in case something happens. All right, Jason Bourne. I mean, I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, I'm right I'm, there with you, man. Uh, it, it's it's not like that hyper vigilance. That's like stuff I do when I'm yeah. bored. That's like no, stuff I do when it, I'm bored. It's not like I do it to play superhero or be Mister Badass or whatever. It's just built into me. Hyper vigilance, man. I mean, I guess I've been around some bad stuff that seen some stuff go down and. I feel like I should have reacted differently and stuff like that. So I don't know, but I think everyone should be super aware of their surroundings. And and I do, especially with Mia too. I mean, Mia's like right at preteen man. And oh, well Mia, there's, you don't know who you're around. Mia, Mia definitely like, does not. I'm constantly hawking, man. Like hawking, hawking. Definitely. Yeah. The, the like analyzing room and stuff. That's definitely stuff I do when I'm bored. Like if I'm really bored, of like I'll do like I used to use this thing a lot because I used to play Halo a lot, and throwing grenades is such an essential part of like being competitive. Your grenade throws, mm-hmm. so I would always map out grenade throws in my head and how it would. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> so you don't have to look around the room because you already threw a grenade in it. Right? <laughs> exactly. Look, that's man. the way it is. So man, if I had a grenade, I'd be out of here easy breezy. <laughs> yeah, but I do notice that about. A lot of kids, they're dug into the phone, yep. and they can just yep. get snatched up or whatever. I mean, and we're guilty as adults. We're dug in our phone, too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if I'm somewhere, my back is to the wall, and I'm looking at my phone, but I'm always looking around. And it's not like I'm thinking about it. It's just, it's just part, of, it's part of zero for me, you know. And I guess that just comes from being an adult, having family, being responsible, and not losing, not getting jumped. I want to get jumped, that's man. The thing right there, not getting jumped. Getting got, and that's probably why Josh don't like going to New Orleans because it could be stressful, man. It is. Yeah, it triggers something. For yeah, sure. super stressful, man. I mean, is daytime crime a thing in New Orleans? I don't know. It's Hell all day. yeah, they don't. They don't. Broad day. They have no time restraint on that. They can see. They can rob you better in the daytime. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, man. It's wild. Yeah, I definitely don't. I definitely don't think as much as you do. I don't want to say you're out of. It's out of paranoia, out from you. Mm. I think you're just being more smart than anything. Well, it's a it's a degree of paranoia, mm-hmm. but I think it's a healthy paranoia. So I I wouldn't call it paranoia. I'd call it awareness mm-hmm. and being proactive to a bad situation. Um, there's a saying, I'm going to, I'm going to say it wrong. I'm going to try to sound smart, but, um, prepare for the worst, but hope for the best. Mm -hmm. Is that the way it goes? Dang, I did it right. (laughs) And it's just like, that's just the way, that's just the way it is. Like when something goes sideways, I want to have the solution. Yeah. You know, you're going to be okay. Yeah. You know, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We're going to get out of this. Let me ask you this. Do you get like jealous at all? Like Rachel, she is a free spirit, man. She'll have a good time anywhere. 
And sometimes, like, I'm watching her, and I love it. That's one of my favorite things about her. But, like, I'm watching her, and I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. Like, how do you how do you do that? Tequila for tequila you. Tequila will do that for me, for <laughs> sure. But I'll I, probably fight better on tequila, too. Well, situationally, like, how I grew up is not the same as you guys. How you've grown up, Sean, is not the same as your dad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I grew up in Long Beach. I could ride my bike five blocks and not have to worry about anything no one bullying me no one trying to get me none of that mm-hmm. you guys five blocks i didn't fall somebody <laughs> ran from a dog <laughs> drove by a car a with a dead body dog in it that, that three-legged dog is fast man <laughs> so you know you haven't had the same struggles as your dad has so it's different you know you you weren't brought up the same and that's good you know your dad mm-hmm. and your mom want you to have a better life than they had so it's just different Mm-hmm. That's by design. Yeah. I think by design. I agree with the, I can't have fun everywhere. Like what you're saying about Rachel, she has, she's just like free spirited. I don't think I'm free spirited, but maybe that's out of personal preference of stuff yeah. I enjoy doing instead of. That's a personality trait of yours. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't mean that. I just mean like with like you not looking yeah, at exits you're saying. and yeah. things like yeah. that. Mm. I don't know. Are we messed up? Probably, no. probably. No. Yeah, yeah. No. Not like no, a have a good time. Messed up. You know, we way. just it, we but just maybe a little. We just just have a good time at less places than most people yeah. do. I guess. So for me, like if we're going out somewhere, it's not a good time for him. But if I'm with <laughs> my circle, then yeah, I can. I feel. I guess I, I could say I feel safer because my people are there. Yeah. Does that make sense? It makes sense. I thought about this the other day. Um, a lot of people at work, they get together with their friends. And I'm talking to people older than us, you know, in their late 40s, 50s, even sometimes 60s. They tell me, you know, I, we we have our group of friends and it was couples and we go out and we did this and this and this. and I'm, And I'm like, the stage that we're at, it's so hard to get everyone together to do stuff. Yeah. And we tap out so early now. <laughs> it's like, how are y'all doing this at this age? Like, did something happen? It's your second to- win, man. We're gonna get that. Okay, that that's what's gonna yeah. ask. Like, like we're when gonna, when does that, that happen? When does that happen? I don't know when you when you're just done figuring it all out and you're just cruising. You're just like in life cruise mode. Yeah, I think I think when you're done trying to figure it all out, nobody figures it out. Right, but you say you're done trying. I mean, are you really ever done trying figuring it out? Probably not. No, but a lot of people. I feel like it's just a season that people are in at this age. You know, mm-hmm. it's different than the season when you're fifty. I feel like you have more stuff figured out. You have a better yeah. perspective. You're not grinding so hard to do X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Plus, at fifty, I mean, you got to think like y'all's kids are going to be gone. They're going to be living their own lives at that point so hopefully <laughs> Lincoln's like i'm gonna be in my room what are you talking about <laughs> y'all can come over here if y'all want to my house is always open man but so like so so yeah they they all hang out so i feel like i don't know maybe they figured it out they're just cruising you know yeah You'll, you feel like you're cruising josh no i'm still grinding yeah yeah i'm grinding forever man yep like I don't know. I don't think I'll ever be content with anything. 
think it's a flaw. No, because I mean, every time you you accomplish that goal you've set, there's going to be another one after it. Mm-hmm. You might not have it right now, but there will be. Yeah. Well, that's the way it's supposed to be, though. Yeah. That's the way I'm trying to drill into the kids, man. That's why it's we're like, tired, man. It's like for <laughs> like, there's just so much. There's so much out there. We got to figure out how to get it, you know. And it's a curse, though. It, Nina's in the room. She's just got them looks, man. <laughs> I do too much. I do too much. Josh, you feel like you ever do too much? Yeah. I don't think y'all do too much. You don't think I don't? You don't think I don't? You, you think I do not do too much? I think when it comes down to it, you're perfectly reasonable. Dang. Dang. Well, well, at least the majority of the time. I feel like you do too much. Mm. Work-life balance, like, is it Gucci? It's gotten better for sure. Okay. I'm really working on boundaries and having enough to bring home like to Josh and being able to give him something that I haven't given all to my clients cuz it's a hard job. Mm-hmm. Physically hard, emotionally hard. And I was at a point to where I wasn't having that balance and okay. So so I for our like listeners I, who don't know you, what what do you do? I'm a hairdresser. Okay. A um, high-end hairdresser, may I say. Best oh, blonde on the coast. Okay, thanks, guys. <laughs> if you're listening and your hair is did, you may have been to Rachel. <laughs> yeah, so it's really, um, it's definitely about balance. They don't teach you that in, in hair school and cosmetology. They don't say anything about your clients are going to drain you. You don't have to take everybody that comes through your the door. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't tell you any of that. And so you're thinking... I got to get everybody in. Mm-hmm. I've got to build my clientele. I've got to do this, 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 and this. And if I don't, I'm not going to be successful. I'm not going to make any money. And that's not true. Um, so I'm really working on that, working on boundaries of keeping my phone in my purse or wherever, my work phone, so I'm not constantly, okay, they need to reschedule. Oh, they need to cancel. Because people text me literally Four in the morning, I need my hair done. It never stops. And even your friends, nothing against that, but they'll talk to you about hair, and it's like, this is my job, and I don't want to talk about it 24-7. You know, so being able to have the emotional capacity that I need to be a wife and to, you know, be able to have conversation after work is very important. You know, and I talk all day long. I listen all day long, and I love it. Don't get me wrong, but there is definitely a balance, and I'm I'm working on it. Still, <laughs> still good. So, so you're saying your clients will come to you to get their hair done, but it's also their 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 moment to talk to third party person outside yeah. of their scenario and just dump you on can, you. You ask any woman that gets their hair done like routinely that their hairdresser. Is basically their therapist, mm-hmm. so she's getting problems dumped on her all day. You know. Mm. Oh, well, I can see how stuff. that that's that's that can be exhausting. Be kinda, yeah, I can say exhausting, but I don't know. Maybe I haven't been through that enough to to say it, it wouldn't be exciting. I mean, I'm it's probably I'm, exciting at first, but yeah, because I'm I'm just type of person like, hey, if you really want to start talking and really talking about stuff, like, okay, let's roll. No, I love it. I do. I love it, and I eventually want to go back to school to be a therapist but it is Mm. still mentally and physically taxing for sure so if that's taxing 
and it's essentially your playing therapist, what makes you want to go to school to be a therapist? Because that was always my goal, was to be a therapist. But there was this one little blip in my life when I was like, I don't know, 12, 13. My mom always said the body snatchers got me at like 12, 13, and then they returned me at like 19, 18, 19. Mm. And I was horrible. I was very sassy. But anyway, so she said, whenever I said at that point in time, I wanted to be, I think I said a counselor, which I meant a therapist. She said, I think you'll have a hard time separating work from your home life. She didn't say I wouldn't be good at it. She didn't say I shouldn't do it. But at 13, being that my mom is the enemy, I was like, she just told me I shouldn't do this. And so I literally let the dream die. And I never thought about it again because she told me I shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And so then I I went through high school not knowing what I wanted to do with my life. Like, I had no idea. So then I go to college thinking that's what my mom wanted me to do. Hated it because I didn't know. I, what What am I going to school for? She played sports in college, y'all. Uh, just soccer. Hmm. Yeah. That's a cool story. You see just soccer. Like, soccer isn't hard. Right? It really was, though. <laughs> it was the first year that this school had a soccer team. They needed players. So they were like, come on down. Mm. Well, so anyway, I went to school, didn't know what I wanted to do. And I finally told my mom, look, I don't want to do this. I think I want to do hair. And I fast forward to when Josh and I got together, we were talking about what I did, yada, yada. And I'll never forget when I was like, I'm a hairdresser. I'm like a therapist, but without the schooling. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that's genius. But, I mean, to be a legit therapist, you do need schooling. Mm. I think you need a lot of schooling, huh? <laughs> yeah, you Psychology do. degree? Mm-hmm. What is? To be mm-hmm. anything, you have to have a master's, but to really be taken seriously, you need a doctorate. Yeah. So I'll be like 50, but it's cool. I'm not worried about it. Is, is there, I wonder if there's a way you can... I feel like more do it people without calling it calling it a life a coach ther- there you go yeah and that ju- you just need to take a some mentor a paid like for mentor tests and certificates but i think i'll get I my doctorate one day i will oh, yeah you're gonna get it i, I mean i'm saying day. it right now she's gonna get it by, mm-hmm. by the time we turn 50 so i can retire at 50 <laughs> i'm gonna pass the I mean, course to her i want a doctorate just so you call me doctor Right. Like I can be doctor. I can be fancy. I can be. <laughs> I can be freaking not do anything. I can be Doctor Mario, but you're still calling me Doctor. Right. You know, I do want to get doctorate too, though. But that's a lot of time, man. Is that a doctorate? Like, is it eight years or twelve years for a doctor? Right. It depends. Depends on yeah mm, how quick you that. do the classes and and all that. And what you're doing. I know people that took eight years for them to get an associate's. <laughs> so I'm, about to, I'm about to be one of them. <laughs> Nothing wrong uh, with that. You're never too old. You're never too old to go to school, but it's it's always better to do it young. For sure. All this partying and exploring you the world. You got time for it. You got time for it. Do that when it. you have this. When you're the, 50. <laughs> uh, no, man. Yeah, when you get this second I mean, realistically, I'm, I'm, yeah. Realistically, you can get to a great education level, which, in my opinion, and, and I'm not advocating that college is the absolute way there's people some of the best people in the world 
most successful people who didn't go to college. But if you're planning it, why not get the degree? Right. So essentially, I feel like you can get the bachelor's degree by 24, 25. Mm-hmm. You can establish your career and establish your finances and your home. And even if your family, if you want to go that route, by the time you're 30 and everything that we've done in our 20s, you could do in your 30s a lot smarter and a lot bigger yep. and a lot better. But a lot of people want to go out and party as soon as that foot hits outside the door. So, you know, discipline. Discipline is, is man, discipline is like the hardest thing oh, ever, Especially bro. at that it's age. A, man, discipline. Is it hard, I though? have discipline to do certain things, and then some things I really want to do, I just cannot get the discipline. to. I can't do it. I don't want to say I can't do it. I hate that. I don't have don't the discipline to do it. To do it. I yeah. do want, I want to, but I just can't. I, I won't break the ice to do it. Nope. Like what? Oh, man. <laughs> Give me an example. Like what? Um, I really would like to wake up in the morning and have like hour of alone time. I, I have that alone time, but I'm asleep while I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Give, run, run me down on your morning. Oh, man, dude. Wake up. If anybody I work with is listening, you know, you know why I'm walking that door at 805. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh man it's like i wake up and it's just like wake up a flashbang is let off in the room boom and it's like i like go 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 and if there's one extra thing that i have to do in the morning you're gonna be late oh yeah what about you right. sean um it really depends it's like super depends it really depends on how early i go to sleep but with me I think it's for school. It's like the flashbang. You just go. Yeah, but Sean's Sean's good though. You, see, I don't Sean's know. Sean's good with the school, man. He, he goes. I mean, we I don't go, but that don't. When mean I was a lot. when I was his age, it is tooth and nail to get me up. Bro, and still tooth dressed. and nail to get you up. <laughs> yeah, about? to get you the school. You need a flashbang to, to wake school, up to get the school though. But anyways, go ahead, Sean. Yeah, I would say it's kind of a flashbang thing. I just get up and go. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think going to school is like hard though. Like, only reason I'm like, oh, I really don't feel like going to school today is like if I'm super sick. But otherwise, I'm still gonna go. You know which makeup work there is? I'm not making that up. It's gonna be a zero in the grade book. I don't make that up. It's gonna. It's gonna be a zero. It's gonna be a fifty. It's, it's, it's how it is. And mm-hmm. unless you want me to stay up till twelve and till twelve at night trying to do it, which I've done before. John does have this one. The homework don't get done regardless, which is crazy because yeah, I never did that. Shit. I don't believe in homework, bro. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's unfair, yeah. man. Yeah. How are you going to have a kid go to school all day? They're not they're not built to sit there. Yeah, and I mean, you, you have to make school interesting and I know they have to do it. Um, but they're young and you're going to send them home with homework? They're kids, man. All that all that shit is waiting for them after after school. But I'm not an educator. I'm not on the education board or anything. So, you know. Back to you. what I say. Back to you. This is what I do. Because that, that hour of alone, quiet time in the morning, man, that is key. That is key. That sleep is key. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's, she's the flashbang. You know, <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> Set your alarm. You drink coffee in the morning? Oh, yeah. I have to. All right. So I'm literally not woke until the coffee is like in there. And mm-hmm. that's probably like 
probably about 30 minutes. I'm sitting at my desk, and it's just mm, 8.45. The coffee's like, <laughs> hey there, buddy. So you don't drink coffee here? <laughs> I drink coffee here on the way to work. So wake up, get your cup of coffee, and go sit in your bed next to your wife. And just, I don't know, look on your phone or whatever. Mm. The bed's too comfortable, bro. Mm-hmm. No, just put your feet on the ground. When your alarm goes off, put your feet on the ground. That's all you got to do, man. Man, bed, bed's comfortable, man. <laughs> I mean, I'll it is. It, You're not it, wrong. I'll give it a shot. Try I'll give it, it a shot. What I'll time? Shot. I'm going to call you Monday morning. What time you wake up? Oh, man. You got to be at work at 8. I'm calling you at 6.30. Okay, you can call me. Nina's like, you better not call because I'm messing Nina sleep all day. <laughs> all right, I won't call Nina. Uh, yeah, you know, it's just Six discipline. Uh, there's discipline. I'm, 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 there's things I know I need to start, but I won't start. I feel like if you do that one time, is anybody else up when you're up? Like, what mm. time are you getting up, Nina? Oh, y'all are killing me, man. Yeah. When I when I get up during the week, the kids are dressed, <laughs> almost dressed. But then I got to take Mia to. to Bro, you ain't stuff. gonna get no quiet time. You gotta get I up will. at like just, five. Yeah, I do. I do. I wish I can. I, I wish. I wish I didn't need that much sleep. But I feel like, like I'm the body. I'm. I'm the body type. I don't even know if that's the right thing. I'm just the type of person that needs sleep. You know, there's people that run off oh, four yeah, or five like hours. They're great. I need. I need like ten hours, bro. Yep. I don't know why. I can sleep eighteen. Yeah, she can sleep. I, I don't know, man. And my other thing is 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 working out. I, this is that's a hard one, man. That's a hard one. I, I felt so much better when I was working out, and I just I just have so much stuff to do. Nina's been, you know, Nina's been running for. Have you? How long, Nina? Three months. Right. Nonstop. Good. She said three, four months. Sprinkled yeah. maybe one or two days of mist in there. Good. Um, Why are you doing it with her? Is she doing it while you're home? She does when she gets off work. Where are you at? <laughs> well, I no know, in Tomalino somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> what right, am I doing? Uh, man, I just got a lot going on. I just got to go on. So, yeah, that's what I'm working on. I'll get there. How long do you run for? Uh, between 40 and 50 minutes. Dang. So you can't spare 40 minutes? Dang, bro, this this is my show, bro. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can spend forty or fifty minutes. Okay, there you go. You got the time. <laughs> yes, I can, bro. I really would like to do it in the morning. I'd like to use that as my wake up. But no, that's no. Take take your morning to gather yourself. Take that thirty minutes. Man, when I got when I come home, it's just so much to do, man. Like what? Well, when you have three people saying, well. What's for dinner? <laughs> it's your it's your night to cook. Like, um, you know, what are we doing? Well, you just taught Boogie how to cook. It's time for me to learn how to cook something. This guy here. How about you come over here? Instead of calling me at 6.30 in the morning, come over here at 6.30 in the oh, evening. no. And- <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's for dinner? <laughs> what we eating? Uh, yeah, we get the treadmill and the and set up. And I, I want to get a gym set. For there, but the one I want is really expensive. Just like everything else I want. Yeah. But you know, I'm paying for gym memberships and not even going, man. I don't even want to talk about that. That's bad. But man, you guys go to the gym? Nope, we're at home now. Really? Set up, yeah. 
Why, He's why, way more disciplined than I am, though. Why not go to the gym gym anymore? I just got tired of going to the gym. We got okay. everything at home. Okay. Yeah, let's check that out. Y'all bought some new gear, new equipment? Uh, just got some weights. Okay. I've had I've had a rack and a bar for a while. Okay. So I just needed more weight because I'm so strong. This, mm. <laughs> does um going to the gym for you, you don't like it because of the social aspect of it? For me, that's what it is. Yeah, I don't like that either, man. Uh, Yeah, now. Yeah, because the TikTok has ruined gyms. Oh. It really has. Oh, yes, it has. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's, there's tripods everywhere. And like there's one kid that comes. I don't want to call him out. I'm not going to say his name or nothing. But he'd come in the gym, set his tripod out, try, set his tripod up, leave the gym, and then walk back in just to film his entrance into the gym. Name and I was like, all right, I'm I'm done. Is he like swole like that? No, not no. at all. He better be making money off well, that. He doing all no. that. He's got like 300 followers. I'll show Dang. you his page. Hey, he's at least he's doing something though, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, okay, but you're in my way. Just the modern. Yeah, you're right. You know, the last time I was at the gym, there's this really swole guy, veiny arms, you know, just. Just Super you know, yeah, yeah, you know, four scoops of pre workout, his <laughs> eyes bulging out like a hamster, and I'm sitting there like, okay, let me let me knock the dust off my old ass again, <laughs> and he's just sitting there looking at me like, what are you doing in here, boy? And he like looks at me and he slams his weights down. He's looking at me, and I'm like, you know, f you first, but I don't want to be here no more. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I can't stand people. I like just, that. I just don't like that man. It's in, I, I don't, I don't really, I don't really care about people looking at me while working out. But I don't want people looking at me working out. No. I don't know. So I guess it's counter. You know. I mean, for the most part, people aren't. It might feel like it. Yeah. But they're not. And you got to think yeah. like all those people, even that big swole guy. He wouldn't. He didn't start out like that. No. But I will say something. I think a lot of the biggest, the biggest, swollest, burliest guys in the gym are the are most so insecure. Self, yeah, yeah. It's like, I, it's like, man, you work so hard to look a certain way, and then you have to work so hard to maintain it. Like, I don't ever want to be like that. I, uh, I just want to feel good again. Yeah, and you know, that's what I would want to do. I know a guy that um, he started working out for mental health reasons. I don't think working out helped him a lot. He looks well, great. Like he looks great. Like he's gotten he's gotten questioned in the gym before. Like, are you on something? And like, no, he just has amazing genetics. He's probably on something. And, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Give me a timeline on, on his, on his growth. A, I had to pull a photo of him. Bro, it was like maybe five months. Yeah, he's definitely on something. I don't know what he <laughs> I don't know. It's did, out there. Did, did he hit like puberty and start going to the gym at the same time? Uh, I wouldn't say that because mm. I knew him. I knew I got him to know him over the over freshman summer. So transitioning from a freshman to a sophomore. I mean, I don't know. People hit growth spurts at different times. I don't know. Dude is built though. Mm. Was he was he not built before? I mean, like, or he was, was he just kind of like stocky? What's stocky? Like kind of thick, like me. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I'm I extra think, thick, though. You know, I'm I'm thick like the chocolate fountain at Golden Corral, except the, the chocolate ain't that warm, and the pump is like a little too thick. 
I I remember he told me the story of this um this like this this social media company page was like asking him to advertise like some pre workout stuff and then they realized he's not even over eighteen yet so he's like oh uh, they they like pulled out because like oh never mind I didn't realize you were underage maybe reach out to us when you're eighteen he's definitely on something mm. I don't know I haven't talked to him in a really long time mm. all the, when I was in high school all the kid all the a lot of those kids were taking pro hormones was the thing. I don't even know what that is. It's just a pill. Fake steroids. Yeah. People were, there were some really gym heads in our school. Are there gym heads in your school? A couple. You know, flexing all the time and, you know, None of this wearing one. a little tank top, a little stringy tank top. Yeah. And I know this one kid. Yeah. He's, yeah. Gucci Danny shorts. He's like, he's like skinny jacked. I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe it. Hmm. I mean, there's none. I respect people that have discipline and go to the yeah, gym, yeah. but there is a way you can't overkill it. But I really, I, I would like to be in the gym a lot more, but I, I can't. Uh, there's, I can't again. I would the say time, you come, come the to the time. house and work out with me, but you won't even give your wife forty minutes to walk with her. <laughs> She's on a treadmill. We can't walk in the same. You just time. walk behind her. <laughs> Hell no. Just running circles. Hell no. Now, nah, once I get some gym equipment in there, I think we'll we'll crank it up. Plus, I want to get the kids working out. Yeah. It'll happen. Y'all know me. When it happens, it'll happen. Like, boom. So when it happens, happening. I'm coming to Francis' house to boom, work out. It's, it's going to be a legit gym. Yeah. Boom. It's happening. So, Rachel, no more gym for you either, huh? That's all home gym? Mm-hmm. That's tight, man. That's It's nice. Tight. I've been working out barefoot. Just, man. Yeah. Is that safe? Listen to your own music. Yeah. You just That's zone safe. out. No one's I talking just, to you. Yeah. You're supposed to lift barefoot? I couldn't do it. I mean, no, you don't have to. I just see a lot of people to. online doing it. Yeah. A lot of power lifters will do barefoot or they'll wear like a deadlift slipper. They let your toes spread deadlift out more. Deadlift slipper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Yeah. That's why I can't get up early because I have to deadlift <laughs> myself out of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's my workout every day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that discipline up. Anything that so you dis uh, overall, Josh. I think you're a disciplined person. What is something that you need to to work on? You need to get more discipline to get going better. Hmm. He does all the things. Josh is a robot, man. I'm a robot. Yeah, bro. It's just go. Mm-hmm. It's like forward slash go, and it's like boom. Well, I mean, especially when I need when I need something, like hey, bro, dog, chew the hole in the fence, bro. I ain't home. Well, <laughs> dude's over here like in thirty minutes. I'm like, dang. If their dog now, if their dog chews a hole in the fence, I have to. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> I don't know. Just man. on go. I really don't know. That's good, man. What do you? Think? That means there's nothing out there bothering you, and you just everything in, is in alignment. The stuff that bothers me is like stuff that's out of my control. So, oh, that's yeah. that's a yeah, that's one that's to talk real. about. Mm, not really. It's work related. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Anything non work related like that? No. Babe, you got anything? That's on you, babe. I mean, help me out. Maybe I'm missing something. You're pretty disciplined, and I feel real bad all the time. <laughs> you have to be disciplined enough to, to compensate for, for racist two discipline. people, yes, because I am the worst. Well, I mean, go back to my childhood. Like, I started taking care of all my own stuff, you know, eight, nine years old. So I've been doing it. Since I was a kid, mm-hmm. so 
it's not a problem to do it now. So you felt like that's been there all the time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. The, um, do you like working out, Rachel? I do. Sort of. <laughs> do you? Why do you do it? Um, you know, there's a lot to that. That's a very complex question. Okay. So I know that you're supposed to do it to like for longevity and keep yourself healthy. Blah blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. But physically. I don't like where I am. So working out is going to help me get to where I like to be. Right, I understand that. So it's like a double-edged sword because it can be very disordered if you let it. You know, you can really get into um, disordered thinking and like obsessive thinking on I don't look this way and I want to look this way and you're kind of like punishing your body for not looking a certain way. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm comparing myself to when I was like, I don't know. 19 years old even then 19 i still didn't love myself but 19 year old to 36 your body's not supposed to be the same yeah you know what i mean and i thought i was bad at 19 and i look at my 19 <laughs> right. year old picture i was like dang look at that boy <laughs> exactly yeah um and i know that it's it, like francis from the philippines that's right <laughs> <laughs> the plantains baby <laughs> yeah so um and I know that it helps with mental health, and I struggle with depression and anxiety a lot. Um, and so I hate to admit that it works a lot of the time, but <laughs> it does work a lot of the time to, like, help my symptoms and how I'm feeling. And uh, it's something that Josh and I can do together because we don't have a ton of time together because of our work schedules. So, you know, it's a kind of multifaceted thing, but... If I'm being truly honest, I would I'm I would say that I work out to look a certain way. Right. And it, it might not be the healthiest thing, but it, I mean it is what it is. I think a lot of people work out for that reason. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean that's you know being honest. That's the main reason. The yeah. health, the being healthy is just a great benefit of that. Mm-hmm. But it's more. Most people look at working out as just looking different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. think I'd be wearing these shorts if I didn't squat three times a week. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> no. Yeah, I would probably do it to feel better, though. I don't want to say I don't care how I look. You would start, and when you start seeing the results, that would flip. Yeah, I guess Guaranteed. So. But I've never been the guy that was like, man, I just feel, I just feel like I look bad. I don't know, man. That's I'm, good. Uh, I think that's really good. That's man. all, Nina, man. Nina's got my head all blown up, making Aww. me think I'm a gang. <laughs> you are, you bro. Are, yeah. <laughs> but you know, like I don't, I don't, I don't see myself being a skinny guy or having a six pack or anything like that. I'm just six packs are over. When right? I, when I, I was always a bigger guy, but there's a time where I can run circles around any type of body type, and I just want to get back to that. You know, just to. Just the the big pusher, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. We'll get there. Man, I want to run a 5K. I'll do it with you. Those are I fun. I feel like I can do it. Those are fun. I feel like I can do it sooner than than I think I can. Because for some weird reason, <laughs> for some weird reason, dude, I can run long distances. Now, I'll be sweating bad, but I can do it. I I'm a know. bad runner, man. I'm, I'm, I can run long distances. I remember one time we were in high school and uh, 
one of our friend's girlfriends. She was running. She's like, you want to go running with me? And we like low key raced each other down Dito Road, and I beat her. And she Are was you running down Dito. She was dangerous, mad. She bro. was mad, bro. And I was like, she really was trying. I was like, I don't know. Damn, <laughs> I don't know, bro. Ray, <laughs> Rachel thinks she can beat me in foot racing. I can. She's lost for sure. every single time we've ever raced. I don't I hold really back. Tried. I don't hold back at you, all. You got, you got the jets. Oh, you got bro, the jet burn. I'm racing her. <laughs> I, used to be, yes. I used to be fast for my size. I don't really that fast, but I can like trail running. I think I'll enjoy that trail running. You have like longevity, is what you mean? Yeah, I get that. Yeah, got a lot of energy reserve, and you know, <laughs> I uh, you know, running. I don't. Get, I don't think running's hard. I don't think it's easy either. I do know f- for me personally, I'm slow in comparison to other friends. Cause I thought I was a I was an okay runner, I'm a slow runner. Cause I'm like, dang, y'all are dipping. And maybe because one of my friends is in track, another one of my friends has long legs. I was like, well, dang. yeah, of course they're in track. They're gonna run faster than you. Yeah, you know, yeah. or used to be to used to be in track. Yeah, or was it cross? I think it was cross country. I get like lower leg pain when I run in my shins. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, I do too. Like or I don't know, like running for a really long time. It starts to hurt really bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. my legs get my like my calf and my shins. It gets it feel like this table. They get so tight. Mm-hmm. Never been able to figure that shit out. So never mm-hmm. really been a good distance runner. You ever heard of the tactical games? No. It's this um, it's thing. Um, shooting enthusiasts, law enforcement. It's like a CrossFit shooting event. It's kind of like a Spartan race with guns and. So gear. you're actually shooting. Yeah, so it's That's like legit. it's like <laughs> you'll drag the sandbag for fifty yards, and then you'll drag a different size. You'll put a different size sandbag on your shoulder and walk that for fifty yards. I'm done after to that. your rifle, and then you get to your rifle, whatever firearm you're using, and then go about your targets. Shoot the sandbags. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> uh, that's something I want to do. I want to do something like that. I'll do it with you. I'm I want to sure do George something like that. Well, you want to run drills and stuff? Yeah. I want to get back to that. Yeah, we need to start doing that again. Yeah, I just need to get active, man. I just need to get active. Get active. I yeah. get that. Yeah. That's where he's at. Hell yeah. Well, man, that was that was great. <laughs> yeah What are we talking about Discipline Talk about school mm-hmm. Yeah Oh um I didn't get to ask How Did You Rachel Meet Josh Oh I want it from her perspective oh, There you go babe Oh okay. man I'm gonna run out to the truck Real quick While you tell us <laughs> Okay So um I'm working at a salon Called 25 Daisies It's no longer But That's where I was working and this guy walks in with these work boots on, not my typical type, but he comes in and I'm like, who's that? And uh, Like a good who's that? Or yes. Like, okay. Like, yeah, okay. like who is this guy? And um, I noticed his really pretty blue eyes. Sarah Lena just started working at the salon. Oh, okay. I didn't know you worked with her. Yeah, so okay. she started working at the salon to... 
I think like to to know like more techniques and whatever because she was working with her dad at the barber shop and she mm-hmm. wanted to come into the salon and like get up to date to everything. And so, uh, Josh was getting his haircut with Sarah Lena, and so then he left. But we kept like looking at each other, like I'm on this side of the room, he's on the other. But our mirrors are like I can see his face, he can see mine, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a client at the time, and I'm like fiddling with my hair, <laughs> but like looking at him, and we make eye contact. So I was like, oh, okay. So we saw each other. He leaves. I think I might have even checked him out. Because I didn't have a ton of clients at that time. I don't know. And then I'm like, Sarah Lena, who the hell is that guy? And she was like, oh, that's Joshy. And <laughs> um, she said that he was like, thanks for working out of salon with all those hot girls. So when she said that, I immediately out loud called dibs. I was like, he's mine. Wow. that's so, funny. <laughs> so there was another single girl there, our friend Mary Alexis. And I, I just was like, no, he's mine. So, um, I was actually dating a guy at the time, but I was like in the process of breaking up with him. And Sarah Lena was just kind of giving me the rundown on Josh. And I was like, I got to go about this the right way. And, um, he hit me up on Facebook when he had a Facebook and mm-hmm. he said he wanted to, um, take me out to dinner maybe have a few drinks, which I thought was very sweet and polite because mm-hmm. he said dinner and mm-hmm. drinks, not just like let's have a hookup of like let's have mm-hmm. drinks. Mm-hmm. And I said, I have a boyfriend right now, but as soon as I break up with him, I'll holler back. And he was like, Dang. okay, okay, no rush, no rush. Literally two days later, I'm like, okay, I'm single. When do you want to go? <laughs> wow. <laughs> when do you want to go out? And he was like, dang, that was fast. <laughs> Had to get it in while you could. Yeah, huh? get in where you fit in. Claim, claim early. Mm-hmm. Where'd you go to dinner? Uh, Where's the first dinner? I think it was half shell, right? Was it? I think so. I thought we had lunch, sushi. We did, but I think that was after dinner. I don't remember exactly. Well, since then, there's a lot of dinners and lunches, huh? That's right. Josh is dinner and lunch, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nina, where was our first dinner? Landry nice. Seafood, yeah, that's right, on the Bees Road. R.I.P. Katrina. Yeah, that was the spot. I thought it was high. Do thought that was high dining? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we we'll just go there. If that was there, now we would just go. We just order to go. Yeah. Did you tell him the mirror about the? Yeah, so seeing each other, yeah. locking eyes. When, when she looked at me and smiled, I was like, "Gotcha." <laughs> <laughs> Disney I was like, movie type stuff. You job is it? done. Oh, so you was were you on the hunt that day? Sensational. Are you on the hunt? Period. <laughs> yeah, sensational. Yeah. You didn't tell him the the first time I went in the salon. That's what I told him. Okay. Yeah, I was on the hunt. Yeah, that's a little what a love story, man. Yeah. It really was. And what's crazy is I told my very best friend Heather, I'm going like a long time ago, just like. You know, we're shooting shit, talking about stuff. And I was like, I'm going to meet my future husband in the salon. He's just going to be a walk-in, and it's going to be a stranger, and it's just it's just going to be fireworks. Literally, that happened. <laughs> like, that mm. does not happen. Shout out Sarah Lena. <laughs> yes. That's us. I didn't know she, she, she even worked with Rachel like mm-hmm. that. And I didn't know. I don't remember you getting your, your hair cut by her. I don't remember that. Yeah, it was after, you know. What? what was were you always getting your hair cut by her? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I'm getting my hair cut at home. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. 
Man, I was getting my hair cut by Mr. Alex. Yeah, with them R- scissors. Man, RIP Mr. Alex, man. RIP Mr. The Alex. fastest, cheapest haircut ever. Man, I need Mr. Alex right now. I tried to book my barber two days ago, and he's booked till after Father's Day. You should use the lady I use. She available tomorrow? No, you don't have to book She her. might be. Yeah, I can ask her. Man, do that, bro, because well, I'm looking bad right now, man. Time you going to wake up. Dang, man. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I'll text her in the morning. Just let me know. All right. I plan on being up early. I got some stuff I got to do in the morning. It's at Rachel's salon. Okay. She's great. Okay. I just need it. I, I mean, I don't need anything special. I just need this, the length off. Right on. Yeah. You have something, don't you? Cool. Oh, wait. No, let's wait. So, Josh. You're going to do it on here? Um, yeah. Oh, do you want? No, no go, ahead, no, go, go ahead, ahead, ahead. What you got, Boogie? How was it, quote unquote, you know, shooting your shot? <laughs> that sounds stressful. Uh, no. Well, I mean, look, man. Girls are people, too. That's like, true. I, I need some friends. I got like I need to. I need to realize that. Yeah, they'll listen. Yeah, you just spit this. Spit this for for Sean's friends because some of them are on. Uh, I don't know. I don't call. I'm not calling names, but you know, some of them are just they need some guidance. Yeah, I mean, it's as simple as that. They're they're just people too. Like, yeah, it can be intimidating trying to talk to a pretty girl, but they talk just like you do. So just go talk to them. That's all it takes. Do they That's talk? All. Do they talk just like you do? Yeah, though? yeah, they do. Mm. They do. I guess it depends who you're talking to. Yeah. He thought I was stuck up. I did when I first when I pulled up to the salon. There was this black Mercedes <laughs> sitting in the parking lot. It's a, mm. it's a small parking lot, and I walk in the salon. I saw Rachel. She's got you know the big hat, black leather jacket on, black pants, makeup's done. Ice blonde hair, and I'm like, oh yeah, she drives that. She's definitely a bitch. I'm definitely gonna <laughs> holler at her. <laughs> well, I was wrong. She had the busted Jetta in the. Exactly. <laughs> I, was, I don't Three remember. Windows Mercedes. didn't work. Yeah. 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 Remind you of the hills. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> My type. <laughs> what I'm talking about. Ratchet as hell. Hey, that's the way it is, though. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Um. So, tell me why you like Josh, Rachel. Oh, she gosh. loves me. <laughs> like, real, what sticks out to you about him? There's so many things, and I and it sounds so cliche and fake. I know, but like, there's literally so many things about him that are wonderful. Um, he never complains. This dude never complains, and it's wild to me. Um, he's so just even at all times, and if I've done something to, I guess, hurt him or offend him or upset him, there he's never met me with, like, rage or anger or meanness. It's always very calm, very kind, very thoughtful. He is a very thoughtful person too. Um, he, I, I used to think that I was a thoughtful person, and I give thoughtful gifts. This dude here, I mean, I told him that my mom would bring me coffee in bed the next day. 
he's bringing me coffee in bed. Wow. Like, the sweetest stuff. I've been crying like a little baby. I mean, I cry all the time. (laughs) Like, why my coffee tastes like tears? (laughs) (laughs) You know, but he just, like, he knows, like, how special my mom and I, like, our relationship and, like, how much that means to me. So he would do something like that. that. That is freaking thoughtful. Yeah. Um. I don't know. He's ju- he's just so kind and so generous with his time, very selfless. And I'm none of those things. Like I I love my time. I love to do things on my time. I don't like to be told what to do. I don't want to have to go out of my way. I work on it, but he does it freely and kindly. Never complains about it, and I just love that about him. Oh. <laughs> I could go on and on, but I don't. I don't. Keep yeah, going. I got to keep. I got to keep them humble here. Heard that, um, Josh? Why do you think she described you that way? Like, what? What do you think you learned that trait of being so selfless as she views it? I don't know. I really don't. I know, it's like, just the, how you are. Yeah, and I know the calmness and the steadiness is like, and the complaining is one. Complaining never got me anything growing up. Two, I grew up in chaos. So, like, I don't try to invite it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at all. So, Which is crazy because you can go one or two ways. Yeah. You can, you can. Oh, I know people that choose to live way. in it. Some people just l- yeah. need it to Some live. Some people thrive in it. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it just happens around you. You're just so used to it, I guess. You're just calm. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I've been here before, and expelling energy and time on it is not going to do anything. Right. So I'm going to let whatever happen just unfold and happen, and then I'll clean it up after. I'll see people like, you know, something's going wrong, and they're just complaining about it. I hate complaining, too. Yeah, and it's not, like, that's not fixing that problem. Mm -hmm. Whatever the issue is, it's not, you're just making yourself sit with that longer. Don't complain. Put your head down and do whatever needs to be done. And then you can, you know, relax or step back from yeah. the chaos. Or feel better. Or yeah. feel like, you know what? I got this. Yeah. And now I now I have now I have the first step out of the way. Now it's time to start stepping. Start doing. Start stepping. Yeah. Start getting it done. Yeah, complaining gets you nowhere. Yeah. Mm-mm. You know. But even just like venting. Like, complaining, yeah, doesn't get you anywhere. But, like, women typically need to talk about it to get over it kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and men, too, to a degree, but not as much as women. But, like, he doesn't even vent. So how do you, you know vent, I mean? Josh? Everyone has to vent. How how do you vent? I think a lot of it is uh, working out. Okay. As cliche as that sounds, but uh, I do carry a lot of internal aggression. And mm-hmm. that is a way for me to release it. Okay. That makes sense. And I I'm getting better at you know, venting, I guess. Yeah. I'm getting better at that. I can see that. I I I try to you know, I would like to work out. That would be a great way to release it. Um I try not to get offended by stuff anymore. Oh, I don't get offended by anything. That's that's the thing because well, it's like if if you get offended yeah. by it, then you have to pin it up and hold it, and then you have to find somewhere yeah. to talk to, find someone or find some kind of method to release that. And it's like now it's like I'll let stuff get me bad, 
I'll let stuff get me bad for a very short amount of time. And then it's like, all right, moving on. I'm like to myself, I'm like, look, dude, quit that, quit it. Yeah, like, for what? Ask ask myself for what, for what, and that's it. It's done. What about you, Sean? Do you get offended easily? No, no? not at all. You don't I, take things. I don't personally? take. I don't take anything personally. Nice. That's good. I think I noticed when I was younger, I took a lot of things personally. And I've come to the realization that I shouldn't have to care so much about, unless it's really a me problem and I can, I can acknowledge that's a problem with myself. I don't really need to acknowledge what other people think about me because they don't know me. Exactly. That's a wonderful thing to have at your age right now. Yeah, but you're different, man. You're different. Am I different? You are. It's a good, a good different though. Yeah. You're, you're a little ahead of your time. You're wi- yeah, you're wise beyond your years, for sure. There's so much freedom yeah. in not taking offense to things and to people. It's, like, literally freeing. Mm-hmm. Your dad wouldn't like that. I've seen your dad slap a kid with a trombone in one hand. He didn't even, he didn't even take the time to put it down. <laughs> so We yeah. talked about that. Um, yeah. I think it was with an Iowa Dresden we talked about that. Did y'all well, that guess about no. fighting? Was it at the fighting we talked about fighting? I, no. If you told that story before, which I think I recognized, it was with Caleb. Oh. Uh, well, anyways. I yeah. I find it hard to get mad at people. Like you know, really that, hard. Like and I find myself getting wronged in a lot of scenarios and I just I come to terms with it. And a lot of people have told me that's not the greatest thing. Well, so if you can't let it go, like, internally, it's not. But if it's something, like, if you're legitimately letting it roll off your shoulders and you're not worrying about it, mm-hmm. then, yeah, as long as you're not burying that somewhere. Mm. That's something I learned after my mom died. It's like, before that happened, I thought I could shoulder anything and I could bury this shit. Yeah. And it would never resurface. Mm-hmm. I felt invincible mentally. And then she died. And... We're not gonna we're not gonna unpack all that, but like <laughs> I could at got to a point where I could literally like feel myself unraveling, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I got yeah. Whatever wherever I'm putting this is full, mm-hmm. and I need I got to talk to somebody. So mm-hmm. I actually, thanks to Rachel, got you know talked to a therapist, and it made a difference. It helped a lot. Mm. Wow! What you sick. bury will always come back. Yeah, yeah. You don't deal with it. That's really true. Yeah. The only way I find myself ever getting mad at someone is like if you if you like dead faced lied to me or didn't tell me the full truth or you like completely wronged me. But in any other regard where it's just like minor stuff, I don't care that much. I make myself not care that much. Mm. Cut people off you you, you you cut people off when they do that or have you cut people off or how do you handle that because they they made you mad and they let's say that that is the one that made you mad and dead face did you wrong how how do you handle that you address it with them and and just call it out there and it's done like what do you do mm. i would say call it out but i haven't actually cut off cut off people yet or like where it's like official like we're cut off but i do make like mental notes to not really try and reach out with this person or like put effort into talking to them mm. 
you limit that exclusiveness to them. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we're all we're all exclusive. And yeah. anybody, I feel like anybody you have to consider yourself a VIP person. And we're so busy. Man, if you get a piece of my time and <laughs> really like you get my my piece of my time or my physical help, I damn near love you. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. because um, I could be, I I could be doing a lot more with this time. I could be spending time with my family. I could yeah. be doing something, building something up on my own. You know, so those people, you know, when they do you like that, just have to limit limit. It's time. A, it's amazing, Boogie's recognizing that and doing it at his age. Oh yeah. That's, it's crazy. that's, blows that's my impressive, mind. man. You really are a lot, you know, more wiser. mature, yeah, wiser than you should be. <laughs> well, at least um, he ain't running around stealing cars and yeah. all that yeah. stuff. And yeah. So, what if it's like a close friend, like your BFF, and they do something that really hurts your feelings? If they're my best friend and they really wrong me, I should be able to have a um. A conversation with them about that mm-hmm. and they should be able to understand and apologize and fix that about themselves that should always be a thing if you're my best friend yeah. you should never if you're my best friend and i and you offend me and i tell you offend me you should never just throw it out the gate or just make that like oh okay and then that's it i mean that would be a test of the friendship mm-hmm. right there yeah I mean, why they do it in the first place? Exactly. Are they really That's your best friend? Too. But well, I mean, things happen, though. Yes, situations like you happen. Show grace because people are not yeah. perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are definite like deal breakers with your boundaries for sure. Mm-hmm. But people are not perfect, and you can't just like cut them off. I mean, you can, but that's not how to live a life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I. I have this thing where it's just like it just depends on like the mode I'm in at the time. Mm-hmm. It's either I'm extremely remorseful or I'm not remorseful whatsoever, mm-hmm. and it's just either how I'm feeling or with rec- or however recent events have transpired. It's just how I am. I feel like I can be heavily remorseful to a fault a lot, and people have told me that before. But I can also be very quick to throw everything out the window. Right, just cut it off. Mm-hmm. No more. Bye. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, cutting stuff off is kind of more surefire way. Because, I don't know, when, like, when giving people a second chance, it's, like, hoping. It's, like, maybe. It's a vulnerability that you're giving them, for sure. And that's scary. Vulnerability is very scary. If you cut someone off, you're not being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You're just like, I'm not dealing with this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Man, I I tried cutting stuff off. (laughs) 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 I mean, it's hard, man. You know, especially you feel like you have to do it. Um, my version of it was different, though. Um, I just had, had to cut everyone off it together, I guess, just to get my my mental together, I guess. And it kind of damaged some things, and I did that. But I won't say it's all the way fixed now, but it's pretty pretty close. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like Rachel said, going going around and cutting people off is really not the way to go, and. Mm-hmm. You know what the worst part is? Is, is family would do that. Mm-hmm. You know, the cutting off the family, man, that's, that hurts so bad. And it's like both sides of it can cut each Usually when it happens in the family, both sides are cutting each other off simultaneously or 
one side recognizes and the other side says, well, I'm going to cut you off. And that's like the, one of the most damaging you can, things you can do is, is do that. So talking it out. Yeah, talking it out is the way. But getting to the point where you, you have the ability to talk it out and do it like legitly without, you know, it would have yeah. been some time and I want to talk about this, but okay, five sentences in and we're arguing. Yep. You know, that that's hard. It's hard to get to that point. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. You know, um, Ooh, I don't know what Ooh. that's about. <laughs> Exit. Uh, yeah. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Anyways, <laughs> I was, um, I wanted to ask a question. How was, um, home life for you, Dad, and Josh? Like, <laughs> with, <Man>. like, <laughs> with, like, because, like, y'all have y'all separate home lives, and then when y'all are out of school, y'all, y'all get out the house at some point. Y'all don't have to go explicitly to what y'all were doing, but like at the time, how are you feeling? Podcast. How was home life? Yeah, like how was like how was home life for you too? Just like you being at you being at home, but then also hanging out. Um. Mm, let me let me summarize this. Um. We're we're gonna break this up into two parts. Like we said, <laughs> we're gonna do. <laughs> okay. How was home life? Yeah, for real. Um. Home life was rough. Uh, my friends in Pine Hills were my were my release. Mm-hmm. It was rough. Um, I was growing up in a way that I, I didn't want to grow up in. I was growing up. I was raised in a very unique situation with having a black stepfather, being a foreigner. Living in a poor neighborhood, um, then religions in the mix, um, being different, being an outcast. I felt like there was times when I was young where I didn't, I didn't wrap my head around it, where where I had the consciousness or awareness that you may have, mm-hmm. but I just knew one time I would just know like this is not right, like this is just no way. That it's like this. Or why is it so hard? Like why 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 me and why so hard? Yeah. I've asked that question a lot. Why? Why was it so hard? I asked that question just the other day. <laughs> why did I have it why did I have it so hard? Um nothing traditional. I mean the only thing traditional was having two parents there, but it was my mom. And my stepfather, um, he is my father, though. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he, we we got to the point where I wouldn't have it any other way, right? With with him, with any of it, real talk with any of it. Like I'm proud of all that. I'm proud of all that. I'm proud of all of it, as hard as it was, because I made it through it. But it was rough. So home life, it was um. It was rocky. It was rough. It was great. It was great at the same time. I like that contrast. I mean, yeah. it I just mean, I, 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 I don't I don't have bad feelings about it. I don't. I, I can reminisce. I'm sitting here reminiscing about it, and I'm I'm feeling the pain. I'm feeling I'm feeling the trauma a little bit, but. 
underneath it, it's like, mm, you know what I mean? Mm. You wouldn't. Like, I did that. You yeah, wouldn't be what exactly. you are in a day. Yeah. 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 What about you, Josh? Same thing. Yeah, how was it for you, Josh? Scary. <laughs> uh, intense at times. And sometimes it was good. It just, I mean, that, that was like a switch. Yeah. Either good or bad. Yeah. But leaving the house was it was the escape for all of us. We were all out. Our little our whole little group. All outcasts. Oh yeah, for sure. What's yeah. That? We gotta get George in here, man. Yeah. Oh me and George Hello. got some stories about his stepdad. <laughs> yeah, man. Those are those are like my brothers and um Yeah, it was an escape. It wasn't oh you know, I, I love my mom and I love my dad and everything, but um, I'm just calling how it is because you asked it how it is. You know, there's times I didn't feel, I didn't feel like home was home, mm-hmm. and yeah, I was being taking. I had clothes in the roof of my head, and yep. didn't really. I ain't gonna say I missed meals. I didn't miss meals, but there was just times I just didn't feel like they just just didn't have that feeling, you know, and. When you throw the religion in the whole mix, it was just confusing. I was confused. That's when I tell you, Sean, when I said I woke up when I was 32 years old. It's crazy. I almost can remember the day I woke up. I was like 32 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, 32 years old. And I said, dang, that's it. I'm done with that. It's I got this now. I'm 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 calling the shots from now on. Like my my it it it. I wish it went a different way. Is done. Like that's how it went, and this is how it's about to go. Right. So yeah, that's that's in a nutshell. That's it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what a heavy question, bro. Yeah, that was a heavy question. I I look back at it and I'm like, man, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Like Damn. my childhood, but I'm grateful for it because I see people like I have friends that you know they had great childhoods, both parents, money, good jobs, all that. The minute something goes wrong, it can be the most minor thing in their life. Their world's caving in, mm-hmm. and I'm just like. You're folding, bro. Yeah, like why are you folding over that? That's 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 nothing. <laughs> but yeah, you know, yeah. Um, Josh, when when growing up in a a diverse neighborhood, but still like predominantly black for the most part, did you ever feel out of place being the non minority in that group group of people? you met and saw and eventually became amazing friends with in my like yeah, my group no yeah, I never youth. felt out of place with nope. my friends no I felt out mm-hmm. of place in the neighborhood uh, but that was a lot of the neighborhood doing to make sure I felt out of place uh, I got you but not mm-hmm. with my friends no that's sick man that's, that's my great. brother man yeah that's my family right there man yeah, yeah. So when we were together, the it wasn't necessarily us against neighborhood, but we knew that the neighborhood is like we wouldn't even talk. It, it wasn't even a thing to factor in because it was automatic. Yeah, yeah. And we really didn't have smoke with the neighborhood, to be honest with you. 
we did grow up in a predominantly black neighborhood. It was a poor neighborhood. I mean, our families were poor. Um, but we were cordial. We never had the clicking or anything or the beef or anything like that. We were just kind of our own little island mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. I mean, there was there was a little bit of beef in there. <laughs> I was like, oh, um, there was some beef. Yeah, I mean, there was some beef. There was this kid that didn't like me and my brother, and he he pulled he pulled a man, and and this is how early we were. Just we were thinking we were doing something. He pulled a BB gun on us. He was sitting on his front porch riding a bike, and my little brother, and he pulled this BB gun on us. DP. Yeah, like a rifle BB gun. He was just had us in. His, down the sights and uh so what do you think I did? How old were you? Uh twelve. You ran? Nope. Really? Mm-mm. At twelve years old. Mm-mm. Dang. I told my brother to go keep going. And I had a tuba. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I had a CO two pellet gun in my waist. <laughs> so I pulled it out. And I aimed it at him. And I knew his was a pump BB gun. You know, the kind you shoot and you have to pump like three times. Mm-hmm. And I says, this is cylinder. I got eight I got eight snake killers in the cylinder. <laughs> 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 and I, I, and I, I, just, I just said, like, like, I said, squeeze it. I said, squeeze it. And he just didn't. And mm. so the, the, he never really liked me. And I just kind of avoided him. But that time I was right in front of his house and he did that. And then... um. Yeah, that happened. And then at that point, you know, he really didn't like me. So there's this water hole. Remember the water hole in the dirt dirt fields mm-hmm. by Sharp Boulevard? So mm-hmm. we, me and my brother went out there one day, and he was out there swimming. And he pretty much tried to jump me and my brother. And we fought it out. I ain't going to say win or loss. I don't really know. We just kind of fought it out. And mm-hmm. after that, we just didn't really mess with each other. I know we talked about fighting before. I think we always talk about fighting on every episode, but... <laughs> um, you know, you're fighting like your best friends, but but him, we just fought and they just never dealt with each other again. So, yeah, I mean, there were some there were some people hard to deal with in neighborhood for the most part. No, I think we were cool with most people. Mm, most people, we're, I fought a lot of people in that neighborhood. Oh, you did too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Who'd you fight? No you know names. No names. But no names. Uh, you know, who I fought the most. I'll name this person because he'll tell you. Kale. Me and Kale fought the most. Oh bro. man, Kale. Yeah. I don't even think I sent this to Kale. You got to send this link. I don't even know who that is. Man, that Kale. was my first friend. Man, wow, Kale is cool, man. bro. Wait, you don't hang he knows on Kale. now. Yeah, he remind knows him Kale. of Kale. I'm gonna remind you of your first crush ever <laughs> on the huh? podcast. Priya, Kale's wife. Babe, why you do that? You don't remember this, bro? No, you used to get about. so mad at your dad. You would try to fight him when he would bring her up. <laughs> You don't what? remember this? Are you for no. How old was this? Boogie? Is how you know how I'm telling the Boogie? truth. Your mom is dying over there, <laughs> bro. You were in love with Priya. <laughs> how old was Boogie? Five, six. Yeah, it had to be around yeah. there. We went to Kale's wedding in Galveston, Texas. Yeah, and love at first sight. Oh man, he was. I was like, Kale's about to beat you up, dog. He <laughs> just got married to this girl, and Sean just Sean just over there googly eyed in her face, like, "Yeah, I love you." 
<laughs> so as soon as we saw that, we were like, "Hey, is that your girlfriend?" He just get mad. I know, and man, he, he don't ever get mad, dude. You would literally like throw a punch at what? Your dad. Yeah. yeah, what? Yeah, I can't believe you don't remember this. I don't remember. So I don't even know. Puppy, what, I went to Texas when I was like six. I we didn't all know did. That. Yeah. We all did. We stayed two nights or Never one night. Never knew that. Two nights. Two nights. Yeah. Never knew that. Yeah. First time I thought the first time we went to Texas is when. Grandma and them moved to Texas. I no. didn't know that we went before, before that. But yeah. But anyways, Kale. Was your, that was your first friend in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Me and him fought a lot. We would literally be playing G.I. Joe's. <laughs> Little argument would break out. We'd throw down. Right back to it. Playing G.I. Joe's. <laughs> yeah, we're fighting, fighting friends. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. We fought the other two brothers. TNT? No. Mm. F. I don't know. Yeah, you do. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Many times. Yeah. Uh two two boy two good yeah. Okay. So I will say this, Sean, the it sounds like the rivalries neighborhoods weren't even with black folks, it was with other <laughs> yeah. white folks. Oh man, that's crazy. Dang. But yeah, that's that's home. That's that's yeah, that's home and that's home, up. yeah. Yeah. So, I guess another kind of big question for you, Josh. So, to get to this point in your lives, do you feel like y'all were lucky to some extent? Or that it was you made the best out of every situation and option given to you? All the opportunities given to you, you made the best out of them. Yeah, I'm not going to call it luck because... I put in a lot of work yeah. to get where I'm at, man. A lot of work. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I guess I made the best. Like, I just refused to take what life at that time was trying to give me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't going down the road of the other brothers. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I wasn't doing that. No. I had to get out of there, and I did. You guys, you guys, your dad first. As soon as I was able to, I was out of that neighborhood. Yeah, and I was pretty far away from it too. Yeah, he did Josh oh, was wow, falling? Right? Josh was like the first one to get a, get a house. Dang. When Josh bought his house, all of us were like, "He made it." Yeah, we were like, <laughs> "Dang, we suck." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I mean, oh. uh, that was like a boss move, bro. Would you buy your house at twenty five, twenty six years 26. old? That's boss yeah. ass move, bro. I know a lot of some listeners are like, ah, got got a brand new house. I got I picked my cabinets in my house and I bought it. <laughs> yeah, we from the trap, man. <laughs> <laughs> the trenches. Yeah, like like that's a boss ass move, man. And you know, Josh did it. We were like, I will say, Josh, when you bought that house, it it resonated with everybody. So everybody had to do a little something. Good. That's what you want, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a boss ass move, man. Me and Rachel were talking about this the other day, actually, and you know about the opportunity in the future for me, mm-hmm. and like I'm excited and terrified at the same time because he puts a lot of pressure yeah, on himself. But I feel like I, you know, I have to succeed for y'all, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I I, I feel that all the way around. Like I have to, I have to get it and I have to spread it, yep. you know, and it may not be monetary, 
Um, it might be. It just depends, you know. Yeah. But there's some type of way I got to spread it, yeah. you know. Whether it's knowledge, whether it's monetary gain, or just experiences, courage, you know. Like, oh, look, yeah. look or, what he's yeah, doing. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. What was your question again, Sean? <laughs> we keep going left field. Oh, you got me feeling on some type of emotions over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking you and Josh if um you feel like. To get to the spot where you are now in your life, is there any layer of luck in it? Or is it more you made the best out of the situation you had and the decisions and the determination, all of that? Mm. Like, you you made the best out of your situation. Okay. Um. Well, first of all, Josh, were you, were you done answering? Yeah. My good. bad, bro. No, you're good. I got kind of lost there. Um. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm, gonna, I'm in alignment with what Josh said with luck. I wouldn't call it luck. Um, and I hate when people say, man, you must be lucky. Yeah, I don't like it, that either. It, it must be nice. You feel discredited. Yeah, it's what like, you've done. it must be lucky. Um, I didn't gamble on this. It wasn't luck, and it must be nice. Damn right it's nice. Just busted my ass for this. Mm-hmm. I made, It's nice because I made it nice. You know what I mean? And it's really not that nice. It's just, it's just hard work. I would say, and and then you asked about making the right decisions. Majority of this was not planned to happen this way. My, my, the big changes in my life came from jumping into the unknown and, and saying, and seeing that it's opportunity, not really understanding Okay, this is opportunity to get to this next step. All I can see was in front of me because I didn't have the foresight to see what I can build on it. Not until recently. And it's like, dang, I have an opportunity. And I'm scared. And I'm maybe not as qualified. And I say this sometimes. I'm where I'm, I'm, where I'm here and I'm not supposed to be here. And then your mom aligns me like, she just says, quit saying that shit because you're supposed to be there. Because you Imposter did everything syndrome. to be there. And I'm like, dang, I ain't supposed to be there. But So I would go in these situations where I feel like I wasn't supposed to be there and just be there. And it would just turn and it just turn the next thing and next thing and next thing. So it's just choices. So it was, wasn't was planned. It wasn't luck. It was just trying. Just like, I'm just, all right, it's in front of me. If I say no, I'm going to live the rest of my life. Saying what if? What if I just yep. said yeah to that? Yeah, and I don't do that. I don't do that at all. You have the courage to fail. Oh, I guess yeah. I don't see it that way, but yeah. I think that's a yeah. good thing. I don't have yeah. the courage to fail. You need it. You got. You can't look at failures as just failures. Failures are lessons, man. That's that's all they are. That's where you learn is yeah. the failures, man. Yeah. It's a, just winning, just winning all the time. Win, win. It just gets boring, yeah. and it's like when you don't win, it's that's like you're crumbled. That's some preppy kids, man. Yeah, <laughs> and and, and and th- this may not be the greatest example, but this is the first thing that just popped in my mind was Ronda Rousey. Like she was a female UFC fighter, mm-hmm. and she just dominated so quick, and then she lost. Yeah, because they put her against a real boxer. Well, and I, I'm not really into the fighting stats like you are josh but, but what i was thinking the way i saw it was riding the, the 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 wave of winning 
and being a champion and put on the pedestal mm-hmm. and then you lost and she was just so devastated and she now she's a wrestler I don't know that yep. and to me it's like you step down you step down in combat sports you're a combat sportsman sportswoman and you step down to the well, she's honestly, to the she's, theater version of it she's probably making more money wrestling well yeah it's probably a money thing but that, I'm just saying that's what came to my mind. No, she was. was well, we're not gonna go into that. I could talk about <laughs> that shit. All time. Yeah, we're not gonna do that. And I'm not, hate, I'm not. Hate, I'm not. I'm not hating on wrestling, but you know, it's just she just folded. I guess in my eyes. I get what you're saying. You know. So, but shout out to Ronda Rousey though. <laughs> <laughs> Make it all the way. I just I've never seen. I just never watched her wrestle. But yeah. Did I answer your question? Uh, yeah. Great answers. Thanks. <laughs> Asking all okay. these touchy, touchy, feely questions. Hey guys, man. you want a lighthearted question? Yeah. What's, what, what's y'all's favorite childhood song? Ooh. It's for all like, three of what, Like, what, 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 what were we talking about childhood? Like, what, what love? From, I don't know, 8 to 18. Because that, that a, changed. That a lot of music came out between that, Boogie. All, well, I guess first, all your teenage years, if you want. Oh, okay. I thought we were trying to go the kitty stuff. Want, if too. you want to simplify it more than your teenage well, years. Well, I'm just going to throw this out there because it's just on my mind. When that, when the guitar started playing on the intro to Power Rangers. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. At eight, when that Power Rangers or Dragon Ball Z came Look, on. Look, bro. You're jumping off the couch. And then we jump off the, the headrest of the couch. Jump off drop kicking, bro. <laughs> and then we were just jumping and you know, we were poor, so if you jumped off the couch, you were tearing the furniture up. That was what it was called. <laughs> so I remember we jumped off the couch and dad caught me in midair. Coming down with a black ranger front leg kick. <laughs> dad caught me in midair and started tearing me up. Tearing up my furniture. That was what I was hyped off of when I was young. Probably. The theme song. You know. Power Rangers theme song is still hard. <laughs> it is, man. man. That's um, funny. Yeah, going. Um, but you're talking about music, music. Well, y'all, I'm, I'm here talking, y'all. What yeah, you got, Rachel. I'm, I'm dumping here. Like high school. Yeah, sure. If sure. You want to do that. Okay. Who was your theme song? <sighs> Little John and the East Side Boys, baby. Hey, knock <laughs> hey. <laughs> if you buck. I'm Lucy, Master P. Something with Master P. That was my first, probably first real CD I bought. First yeah. CD that I ever got, like ever received, not bought, but I was in uh, third grade. TLC, baby. Oh. Yes. I should not was it have the been red, listening. Is the red one? Yes. Is it Crazy Sexy Cool? Yes, crazy yeah, sexy. it's a great album. Yeah. I just listened to that not too should long ago. I should not have been listening to that at eight years old, though. Red Light Special? Mm-mm. You didn't know what it meant. I didn't, but now I do. He just sounded good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that song. What's you, Joshua, your first CD? I think it was the Master P album. Which one? The first one they put out with the tank on the front. Man, there's so many tanks back in the day. I know. <laughs> Do you remember was it green? Was it a green disc? I think so. It was the one with the uh, last Miss Dawn? My Homies. The Last Dawn? Mr. Ice Cream Man? Burmans and Lax. So. I don't know. I don't remember. So long ago, 
I had missed my homies on it though. Miss my homies, look that up real quick. I don't even know what that is. That's okay. Oh, that, you got to put that on your list. Oh goodness, Master P, really? Yes, yes, Master Classic. P. Make them say, uh. Master P is like a super businessman. I gotta go to some pictures, Master P. Out He's selling chips now or some shit. Snacks. We got rap snacks in there, bro. Aren't those? Are those his? I don't know, man. No, all I know is I ate the little baby I think ones. They are salty, man. Wait, like he owns the rap snacks? Yeah. Thing? I wonder. I don't know. I think he does. This one, the last dawn. Look at the track list. It might be Ghetto D. D. Yeah, Ghetto D. That's a problem. Bandy, y'all remember this album? It was holographic. You move it, and he was just moving. He was, bro. It was a holographic <laughs> album cover, and you move left to right, and his arm is moving, and his bling is just blinging. <laughs> Man, that's so hard, bro. <laughs> we don't do this type of stuff no more, man. He looks um, he definitely looks dated. Not in a not in a rude way, but it's yeah. not the thing anymore. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Fine. Man, it, 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 I don't know. I We're old. For it's okay. It. Oh, 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 oh. No yeah, limit I records. Miss my homies. That's it, right yeah. there. Master P Ghetto D. I miss my homies. Still, still a classic. Yeah, it is. This one was hard too. Silk the Shocker charted to the game. Love Silk the Shocker. Yeah. Man. Track number two on there was hard. <laughs> Love that man. Shilk. And then Mystical. I think Mystical's in jail now or something. Again. Got some trouble, man. Again. What's wrong with these folks, man? They get bored or something? Yes. Polly, most likely. Yeah. Old habits die hard. And then Snoop was part of No Limit Records for some time, too. Mm-hmm. He had an uh, album, The Games to Be Sold, Not to Be Told, on here somewhere. But Master P. All right. I got a question for for the old heads in here. <laughs> was it No Limit or Cash Money? Which one? Cash oh, Money. It was No Limit first. Talking about just picking one out cash of the two. Money. Oh, cash money for sure. Cash money. Yeah. yeah. Catalog's cash. better. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so who's on No Limit and who's on Cash Money? I don't. I know more about Cash Money than I do New Limit. I think that says a lot. Yeah, No Limit was first. They were just both New Orleans. It was just really a masterpiece. It was a shocker. Sea Murder. Sea Murder. He's mystical. For life. For life. God. Yeah. He killed two people, I think. I don't know, man. I know he's in jail. I thought he was getting out. I don't think I thought he's I heard out. something. I read something about him getting out, but I don't really keep up with with the news like that or no, with I entertainment think, I news. I thought he was in for life, but mm. I don't know. Who's the group now, Sean? With all well, we talked about this already. The, what the, like the popular the popular music in your school? But we talked about this already. Oh, who everybody likes? Travis Scott and. I mean, all that's just with like, that's just like with <laughs> my with my friends and stuff. Travis, yep. Nah. You don't like Travis guy? Nah. No, I like them, but they all they all sound the same. Who's they all? All his songs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for the it most part, yeah. it just yeah, depends yeah. what song you listen to. But I definitely see what you're saying. Yeah. I have a friend that would heavily disagree with you on that. That's but fine. I hear what you're saying. I definitely yeah. can hear. I I can hear what you're saying. What's the new music you're listening to right now? I know we uh-uh. talk about this almost in every podcast, but. You know, it's always it's me. I know yeah, it's me. Yeah. So what's the, what's you going to? So I uh, let's see. I I'm definitely more in a Kendrick Lamar type of space right now. Okay, listening to a lot of K Dot. Um, in terms of recent stuff, you know, I I told you last podcast I finished another Drake album, and I just finished a Rocky album. 
Which one? His first mixtape. I think it's Live Love ASAP. Okay. That one's really really good. What you think about ASAP? Rocky's is Rocky changed the game, yo. (laughs) I put Rachel on Rocky. Yeah, Rocky. Incredible. Pretty Flocka Boy. I love, I, love, I, love I love that name. Yeah. Lord Pretty Flocka. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like Rocky. I haven't given him as much listen to, but I do like his stuff. I, I don't know. His music just like. What's the one song that I love by him? It's like the greatest song of all time. Uh, one Train. Yes. Have you ever. You like you One Train? One I've, I've listened listen. to One Train multiple times. Man. It is a really good song. It is a great song. There's so many artists on uh, there, and their yeah. their verses. Yeah. What about any of the other ASAPs? ASAP Ferg. I haven't listened to much of the other ASAPs. Mainly just Rocky as of right now. Yeah. I like a few Ferg songs, but. I, I mean, know. I know Plain Jane, but who doesn't know Plain Jane? Yeah. I'm an ASAP Ferg fan. I mean, I, he owes me two hundred dollars. <laughs> For what? What do you do? No, remember the um. I don't think your dad was around. We were oh, he, oh. oh, yeah, you I can bought, tell the story. I bought two tickets for Rachel and her friend. I think it was you and Heather mm-hmm. to go, mm-hmm. and they went over there. We're there fixing to go to the concert. The concert was canceled. Didn't post nothing. Couldn't refund the tickets or nothing. Mm, wild. Yeah. I'll make you upset. I seen ASAP Ferg. Where? In New Orleans, <laughs> but he wasn't the headliner. Well, he's not. You guess who the headliner was. Who? Future. Oh. He was there. It was Future and ASAP Ferg. <sighs> what was that? So good. That concert I went with Brian, I don't know, five years ago. Um, Yeah. That was my second Future concert. I've seen Future three times. I didn't know that. Yeah, me neither until the last time I came. I was like, dang, I've seen Future three <laughs> yeah, times. Me neither. <laughs> First time was at uh, the spring break at the Coliseum. Nice. Let me put it like this. With the spring break at the Coliseum... I saw Future right on top of Boosie. We saw Boosie. I brought Joe with me. And this is for the Migos. was hot. Mm-hmm. So we watched the Migos. And the Migos had like 50 dudes on stage. And it was all on the microphone. And there was in a point where me and Joe walked outside while they were performing. It was so bad. The audio was so bad. And there was so many people like, that's just too much. Take a break. So we took a break and we went back. And Kevin Gates was there too. Saw all of them the same night and didn't realize like how big the all of them would blow up. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. That's the best concert. Yeah. The one before they blow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like, dang, I was there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I realized, I forgot to mention, I don't know, I forgot this, I finished a Pusha T album recently. Which one? It was on My Name Is My Name. It's the one where, the, like, the barcode is the cover of it. Is it good? It was really good. Yeah. I like people like heavy Pusha T fans, and I don't know, I think he... He's he's good, but I think he just keeps saying that he's just he's about yes. to be the best, and yes. it just never happens. He's he's yeah. been saying the same thing. Yeah, he's not album. he's not real diverse in his lyrics either. Like he just talks about how he used to sell yeah. dope in almost yeah. every single song. And yeah. I love a lot of his songs. I like he's a good them. lyricist, but yeah. he does talk a lot about the yeah. same stuff. That's, that, I mean, that's really all he talks about. Mm. At least I like his voice a lot. I think he has a super sick voice. Mm. In terms of like bars and stuff though he has it but he just talks about the same stuff i remember i saw this one meme i think it was because kendrick like won hip-hop album of the year and then like it like, like the camera panned to all the people that lost mm-hmm. and they're they all seemed low-key shocked that they didn't win 
And then I saw someone was like, ain't no way Pushy thought he was going to win on his like eighth record about selling coke. <laughs> <laughs> and he just now he feels like he's a winner in his mind. I guess so. I don't know, man. You can only talk. I feel like coke rap is kind of dying because I don't know. The cocaine epidemic isn't a thing anymore. Oh, it very much is, Boogie. Wait, well. <laughs> okay, it just has, it just has fentanyl in it. Okay, well, yeah. It's probably okay. more of a thing now than it was back then. Uh, really? In yeah. comparison to the cocaine epidemic in, um, yeah. in Compton, right? It's killing people oh, no. now. Like, oh. It's killing a lot of people. Hey, I'm just going to take that as a badge that he doesn't know that. That's good. I mean, that's a that's good great. badge in that, man. Wonderful. None of that around here. <laughs> <laughs> what about Schoolboy Q? You like him? He's on my list of people to listen right. to. But his features I've heard are amazing. That's probably my favorite artist. Your favorite artist is Schoolboy, Schoolboy Q? Yeah. Q? Wow. He's okay. got it. Schoolboy Q is a sick voice. Yeah. There's just one song with him and Rocky. Oh, my God. It was so good. Yeah, I got to listen to it. I gotta, I, one day I'll get out of trap mode and I'll listen to it. <laughs> Trap forever. What is you were like, Schoolboy? That's kind of it's kind of like grimy hip hop. Yeah, I listen to some Schoolboy, but I just haven't sit down and went through an album and listened to it. Crash, Crash Talk. Listen to that one. Okay. So I got the Killer Killer Mike album. That Killer Mike album. I got that to listen to. That just came out, right? Yeah. Uh, Josh wants us to listen to some Mac Miller. I love Mac Miller too. He Mac Miller was on my list. That's very soon. Two thousand nine. His songs. Man, that's to me, in my opinion, that's one of the greatest songs ever written. Two thousand. You got to know his story, and then listen to that song. So I need to watch a Mac Miller documentary. Yeah, just do a little and research. Mm. But yeah, that's a that's an amazing I song. I know a lot of people that like Mac Miller, mainly his um, like swimming and his like his post human and stuff, or however it's pronounced. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we gotta get a listen. I got a lot of catching up to do. Bro, my list is long. My list is super long. Yeah. I got I gotta listen to Melma I See Your Future by Denzel Curry. I gotta get into J I D. Oh, I love J I D too, man. Yeah, I think you told me about him before. I've sent you songs that you don't listen JID's to. J I D is so good. I'm Just good like too. features I've heard. Josh so sent me a song and you know, he you. sends me a song and we listen to the feature album and I'm like, I'll get to it in a minute. <laughs> I've, I've done that to my friends before. I'm re-listening to something, um, and you're like, "Oh, I got time to listen. I'll listen to it later." Well, I'll I'm listen in the, the future, though. You know that? Yeah, I know. I just, I just, I don't know, man. I just don't break. I just don't break away from like maybe ten albums. That's crazy. Well, to me. Too, man. I can't do that. Yeah. I'm the type like I won't. There's so much. Out I'll there. go into discovery mode and I'll do it for also, two, for two three days, and it's back to. Yeah, you go back to. I, what I'm either in art like I'm either in R and B mode, a neo soul mode. Lately, listening to a lot of podcasts, trap mood. That's about it. I, I know y'all were talking about music, and you were talking about country, and you mm-hmm. wanted to like try some of it out. Chris Stapleton, got to try him out. Both of y'all, I'm telling you, mm. I'll always try. Now you asking me to try a lot of stuff now. <laughs> you go to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> I, you know, I have some friends that I got one friend that was like really into trap. And then he's like, that's all he listens to is country now. That's what, really? that's what he told me. And and what's crazy was um, I was in Moss Point, and this truck pulls up next to me, and the window's down, and it's just a country song blaring 
on some nice audio system and I was like, this dude's really trying to look up and it's a black dude with dreads. Not stereotyping, but I just kind of took him like, dang. And he was just a country boy. I know there's black country guys out there. You know That's what I'm the saying? beauty of music. Yeah, man. yeah. And I was like, wow. I was like, he's really into it. And I said, and I'm I'm not thinking in my mind that you know only only country white people listen to country. I know all types of people listen to country, but just to see it like that. And I says, you know, I'm, I have to give it some listen, just see what's going. On. But why, Chris? Was it Chris Stapleton? Chris Stapleton. Why him? One, he's a generational talent for sure. His voice is incredible, man, and it's okay. kind of like bluesy country, mm-hmm. so it's not going to be like your honky tonk. Okay. Stuff. And you just you're just gonna appreciate his artistry. Okay, you will. You know, and I and I really don't listen that much country. I really don't listen to country at all too much. But I've heard some people say that the country is just this thing like that non-country people. It, it's commercialized, so you have a non-country singer sing about some country stuff, and then they go back to their metro. Lifestyle. <laughs> does that does that kind of make sense? And uh, yeah. there's one country singer that's from another country. Um, oh, I don't know. Who was that? A, a headliner from another country, and don't he's be looking at me. And he's like major over here, and and he's done, and he goes back to his, uh, to Europe or something. And, like, I don't know. It's not countries. I don't know. But at the same time, man, you know, I could say that about. I can say mm-hmm. that about Nicole Kidman's husband. Oh. um he lives in Australia. Is it Australian a country guy? Keith Urban. Keith Urban. He's Australian? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never knew that. Boom. Never knew that. But at the same time, you can say the same thing about hip-hop or pop. You know, pop is like, I don't know, pop is like love music. With a pop beat. is like a wide genre. Yeah. Well, like hip-hop, you know, people who don't really listen to hip-hop say, well, we're all talking about the same thing. Pretty much, and it's a, to a degree it is. So I just got to give it a chance. But I'm, I like lyrics, and I like, I like you beat like too. Trap music, bro. Man, the lyrics. You like Man. lyrics? I I find it hard to believe. <laughs> to say. I, I like. We I both like, gonna call you out. I'll Francis. believe you that because you like Jesus, so I can. I, can I like. I like that. clever. I mean, I come from a Wayne generation too, man. That's true. You know, so That's I like the lyrics, but I like the singing too. So I like the neo soul, and I like. Yeah. R&B and that quiet storm. <laughs> Why do you, you say it like that? Because that's how I sound it's when he says it. 12 o'clock and it is the quiet storm. <laughs> I think I'm trying to just going back to the original thing of people I'm trying to listen to. I know School Wiki's on my list. Jetty. Bump those two There's, up to the top. <laughs> I know I have Earl Sweatshirt on my list. Okay. I have Benny the Butcher on my list. I have Killer Mike on my list. Um, just a bunch of artists like that. I'm. I want to give them a chance because you know I heard good things about them, and I'm like, I want to at least try. Yeah. If it's not my thing, it's not my thing. Yeah, like give it a listen. I know J Cole is my my dad thinks me and him kind of agree. J Cole's kind of. Overhyped in our eyes, You're but wild. But see, yeah, I knew no, that was. I knew this was <laughs> coming. But, 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 but. Let's knock this. Let's 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 drop this sauce now. <laughs> Josh is a J Cole fan. I am a J Cole. I never Why knew that? that. I never knew that. Yeah, 
he's on my list because I still want to give him a chance. I don't like being. So you're biased. saying he's overrated, but you haven't even given him a chance. Yeah, that's true. That's because tracks I've heard him on, I wasn't into. Like his hit, like um, what's it called? What's it called? Off 2014. Um, wow, it's literally not coming to my head right now. Um, literally the chorus is "Don't save her." She don't want to be saved. Don't save her. I mean, that's her. a radio song. I know. Man. So I'm saying it. It wasn't. It wasn't doing anything for me. But I'm still going to give him a chance and listen to the. You need to start at Cold World and listen to the track where you know Jay Z signed him, right? Jay Z found him. I didn't him. know that. Yeah, and listen to the track. Or it starts out and it's Jay Z talking about signing J Cole. That man, that shit's so fire. <laughs> I can't believe you say he's overrated. He no, he's more. He's more on the J Cole hate train than I am. I'm not on a hate train, bro. I just don't listen to him. Okay, but I don't listen okay. to woke rap either. Yeah, you only listen to Amigos, and I like woke rap too. I like everything. Like I like. I woke don't. Rap. I don't not like woke rap. It's I like just, it. When... It just doesn't motivate me, man. Like some, I don't know. Put it out there, like woke rap. I can understand why it would be motivating because it's positive words, but. I don't know. I like the griminess. I come from the griminess, so it's like I can take what would be grimy, thuggish, violent music and just apply it to like what I'm doing. You're gonna like to my goal. Boy. Yeah, it's like yeah. just grime. It's like it's grimy. Like so. schoolboy's really that grimy dude. Migos, like they weren't they weren't grimy, bro. I just like Migos because I just like the way they sound. Yeah. I just like the triplet flow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the flow they invented and then everyone used after. Yeah. They didn't like, invent that. Well, okay, no, they didn't invent it. They definitely popularized it more than a lot of the actual inventors of it. But people that invented it, though, that's like that's like 3-6 Mafia invented it, more like. That's kind of leaning towards that. A lot of people don't mm. give 3-6 Mafia their flags for doing stuff mm. like that. My list of numbers do. <laughs> That's a good question though. Who did invent the triplet flow? I'm mm. pretty sure it's Three Six Mafia. I'm not really sure though. Mm. I definitely know the Migos took that thing and ran with it yeah. though. I mean, they <laughs> built off of it. You don't like the Migos, Josh? Yeah, I like the Migos. What's your racial Migos? Mm-hmm. Favorite Migos song? I don't like Migos, but I like that. <laughs> All them um, straightening. Um. That's why. I'm- All them. Um, let's think. Mm. Well, what else you got, Sean? Like, what else I'm trying to list? No, just just anything in general, man. Oh, does your your little um, list? Did you get everything off that list? Nah. Well, I'm trying to think because I know there's more things that are just not coming to that's, mind. That's right cool, now. man. That's cool. Um, we're at two and a half hours. Um, are we really? Yeah, this goes far. Damn, this might be the I mean, longest one. We can keep, yeah. I mean, I mean, we can keep going, but for the listeners' sake, well, for the listeners' sake, for you guys listening, um, if you hear this now, you're most likely listening to the end of part two of this. Oh, it's we be had, two episodes. Well, we had, well, we had some, we had some people say, yeah, it's kind of long. Yeah, I, I like long. the long podcast. Me too, man. Like, like the podcast. Some of them I listen to are almost four hours long. Yeah, I listen to them like when I'm driving or doing something. Yeah, yeah, and and I guess there's some different type of listeners that want to sit down and not do anything or, yeah. or, just have a block of time where they want to pay more attention to it and not run in the background. So I get that. Yeah. Um, but I think we're gonna break this one up into two. But well, let's let's I'm gonna give Boogie his 
early birthday gift. Oh, shit. We're going to wrap this one up. I didn't wrap it for you. Thanks. Hold on. What is this? The dog got to it. So <laughs> no, I, got it. Gone, I, just, so. I opened it pretty aggressively. Let's see. I, really I suck at opening stuff. Yeah. yeah. So j- Rachel, Rachel tried to steal it. I did. <laughs> so I'm probably going to have to buy more. Oh yeah, all that plastic. Oh my god, I wanted this so bad. I know your dad. What is this boogie? Tell tell the tell listeners what we got here. It's uh, ASAP Rocky's "Long Live ASAP" album. My early birthday present. Wow, vital. I really I really wanted this. What else is in here? Is there, there's something else in here. There's one more. That's really loud on the microphone. <laughs> yeah, let me turn you down. Go ahead, go ahead, John. Go ahead. Yeah, did so a really so, good job taping that up. Yeah. So, so, so right now, Boogie's in uh, album collect, collecting mode. And I say album vinyls, um, and. We we use streaming service to listen. We don't have a, a record player, um, but so we're treating them more as collectibles now. But do you need a knife? I have some scissors right here. Yeah. So Josh, I told you about these, and uh, man, you jumped on that quick. Yeah, man. That thoughtfulness. Man, I'm telling you, man. It's like that's what the same thing as like, hey, thirty minutes, and it's, it's here. I'm like, golly. <laughs> He's the best. Yeah. Oh, dang. All right, what's that one, Boogie? It's the other Rocky album. I actually haven't listened to this one yet. It's good. Bro, I love the cover art for this thing. Yeah. Rachel bust that one open already. No, it came like that. Oh, it came open. That's (laughs) fine. That's not that big a deal. At long last, ASAP. That's That's so fire. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one with Canal Street on it? Or is that this one? Uh, I really don't know. I think there's a Wayne track on this. Dang. Yeah, I love this cover art, though. Yes, it's clean. It's clean. Cool, guys. Well, really appreciate it. Thank y'all, bro. Yeah. Thank y'all so much. I love this. <laughs> music, music is like my thing. It's my thing. Yeah, and I, I love music. Is your thing, man? We were when we were his age. Music was everything. Yep. And now I, it's not everything, but dang, it's a lot still to me. Yep. Music is, is still a lot to me. So, well, guys, I think we're gonna wrap it up, man. It was like really great having y'all. Thank you um, for having us, man. Did we even touch what we were even going to talk about? Probably not. I can't believe we talked <laughs> We've just been talking. Yeah. I don't even feel like we like, talked about like, anything. Did we even really touch what we were going to talk about? No, nah, I don't think so. Like, not even barely. Um, so we're going to have y'all, have y'all back for sure. Um, who would y'all like to have on here? Like, let's say I wasn't here and, you know, Shonda's running this and you guys get to pick a fourth. Who y'all want to crack open? I don't know. Anybody? Anybody? Maybe George. Oh, for sure, George. I hear what George got to say. I know he's gonna say somebody like that, but like, like oddball it, Rachel. Oh, man. Um, I feel like the audience needs to have someone that they don't know. 
You know what I mean? Like, mm, it's going to be yeah. a lot of your friends, and they know a lot of stuff. You know okay. what I mean? But I, I feel like if you bring an outsider in, then Sean can just, like, go at it with questions, you mm-hmm. know, that they may not necessarily know. I know mm-hmm. it's, like, kid-related or, you know, your audience, but I feel like it needs to be, like, someone, I don't know, stranger. But not mm. a stranger, stranger. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Y'all are looking at yeah. me crazy. <laughs> no, it does make sense. Yeah. I, I want to get some different people on here, some other professionals on here. Yeah. Um, but I definitely want to roll through. The friend group. Any, the friend sure. group for anybody who wants to get on here. I know some people love the idea, but they, they don't want to get on here. Right. Um. But, you know, just keep that in mind. Yep. All right, fellas. Well, it was great talking to y'all. Um, I know we went a little far on this one, but that's what it's all about. And, uh, Boogie, you got anything? It was great having y'all on. It was amazing. I'm so happy I had y'all on here. Not just because of this, because y'all are cool. (laughs) He's just worried about the finals right now. (laughs) Y'all are absolutely amazing conversationists. Thanks. Yeah. Never thought of myself like that, but thank you. No, you, you undervalue yourself in that Mm -hmm. department, man. You you are a great talker. Mm. Let Sean and Josh run the show. No, <laughs> no. I don't okay. know about that. I don't know how to run stuff. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. All right. Well, till next time, guys. Um, I'm your I'm your host, Francis Father Francis, and the son Sean. We got Josh and Rachel here signing out on the Southern Sauce Podcast. Thanks for listening. See you in the next one. See y'all. Bye, everybody.